This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good evening. Welcome to Celtic Rumors TV, a Boz and Bovril podcast, episode number 131. Uh, even it's just me, Mark, to know, Paul, Paul's going to be on holiday tomorrow, so... We're just I'm here tonight and Terence will be joining us, Bobby Sutherland will be joining as well. We'll get him on shortly. Uh, just I, I'm I'm no used to doing the intro myself, so just really be catching up on everything. Celtic, the tour of Japan, what's happening with transfers and stuff like that, what guys are talking about on the live chat, things like that. Uh, first things first, the last stream we done, I mean, I think we got to something like nine hundred and sixty odd views on it. I, it blew me away, really did. Every time I was checking it up, it was going up and up and up. So everybody that listened to that really bought me my heart. Can I can I say thanks enough? It really blew me away. We picked up 20-odd subs and everything. So thanks very much for that. Uh, but forum, www.celticrumors.co.uk. The link to that and everything else is in the description box below. Everybody's more than welcome on that. Uh, a few shout-outs to the guys for the, guys for the forum. Uh, Mikey, I don't know if Mikey's listening tonight. Well, Richie, Tim Alloy, Buzz, we join United Ireland, a Glasgow Green. Uh, going to who's in the chat already tonight. Bobby's there, he'll be coming on. Big Jabber's here, evening Jabber. Grot Bags is in. Brian, nice to see you, Brian. Big Campsy as well, Jerry. Justin, nice to see you, mate. Rod, nice to see you there as well. But thanks very much. Uh, what are you laughing at? <laughs> But I think that's really basically how we just go on, mate. Terence, how are you doing, bud? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Doing good. And yourself? I'm fine. I'm fine. Good just stuff. Good stuff. The, put the link out for, for Bobby there. Well, first things first, Terence, we were sitting chatting on the Skype and that while. Evening, Michael. Nice to see you there. Uh, we were sitting chatting while watching the Celtic game yesterday. What was your thoughts on that? It was some shite, wasn't it? In fairness. <laughs> Like, I mean, I'll just be very blunt about it. For me, for me yesterday, I know it's the first game, I know it's our second game, I know it's a friendly, and I know it's all that, but there were glaring deficiencies. And cer- like certain players for me, like I said it before, that Kobayashi is nowhere near a good enough to be a Celtic player. Like he's at his, he's at his, he's at his same level there. This is back playing against the J League and he looked lost. He looked last time. He's he every time he got the ball, he had to put someone under pressure. Uh, you know, he he wasn't able to defend well. He was he was kind of muscled off the ball. I I thought I like for me, Mark. There was three or four players, and they looked very very weak there. Like anyone who thinks Awata is anything to do with the defending, as in either centre back or right back. I don't know. They obviously know a lot more about football than I do. For me, he's either midfielder. He doesn't play. I think I just I need, I need must there uh, Terence Feely went to we didn't have a, a, 
a full a fully fit right back. But I was more surprised he, that he didn't he just put a tatty in there because he's played there for us when he first came in and done well. Oh yeah, and I, I agree with you, Mark. But what I would be saying is people have said there's that Awad is a centre back. Like Awad oh, looks about five foot eight, like he I hear him he thinks he's five foot ten. If he's five foot ten, then I'm five foot eight, like. And I'm not five foot eight. I'm a long way from five foot eight, like. I, I do know I don't know way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, he he's not he's not a he's not a centre he's not a centre back. And just like I mean I mean, even as I remember we discussed it, I thought for someone like Haksavanovic, he had a very poor game as well. Uh, you know, he he struggled. I mean, in, in the sec in the second half, like I mean, basically defensively, the first goal that Joe Hart led him was shocking, shocking. But like I thought, midfields they were decent enough. I thought Hattat had a fine game, but that's this that's nearly a given with Hattat. He's so good. His pass for the one of the goals was sensational. Um, I thought Abad it looked really good. Obviously, clearly Maeda looked good. But for me, it was defensively where it where it kind of stood out, and it was a real shock because you were kind of going like every time they got the ball, and it was a simple like right to left cross or left to right to left, whichever side. It was a cross, like it seemed to cross two or three people, and no one seemed to deal with it. And right. like I'd say, Greg Taylor, Greg Taylor was having an awful time in fullback in the sense that he didn't seem to be getting much cover. They seemed to be continually going down his side because Kobayashi was on that side. And he seemed to be lost. I really did. I thought he was lost at centre back. Yeah, Bobby. Aye, aye. Me, me. Aye. Thanks very much for coming on, bud. Aye. I murdered that button in carry on, so I thought I'll <laughs> let them talk in now and say my piece when it's my turn. <laughs> Evening, David. Thanks for joining us. See this with us. The Polish centre back. Uh, what is it? Uh, no. no Maroski Mar- uh, Mar- 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 or something. I well, yeah. Paul. Paul, no, Paul obviously keeps up with the kind of Polish game. Now he messaged me just before we came on in that, and he said that the Legia manager confirmed in his press conference that Noroski Nar- will not be in the selection for tomorrow's league opener as his departure is imminent. The Galatasaray offer is three and a half million euros plus two million in add-ons, and Celtic is five five million euros with a twenty percent sell-on. Paul says he's selfie. He's reading on the Polish websites, and that's a done deal. Hope so. I've heard as much myself today. To be honest, I, I think that might be over the line already. To be honest, um, for the talk, usually you know what it's like. You like some deals, you hear a wee bit about it, then it goes quiet. You hear a wee bit about it, it goes quiet. This seems to have just popped up for nowhere, and it's done. Do you know what I mean? That's the ones that usually happen. So. Aye. Um, I mean, I see. I mean, I see it in the forum every year and stuff like that. And it's the same thing. It's like Celtic's probably watched or been interested, if you want to go with what the press would say, in twenty different centre backs this summer. They've maybe got as far to talk to agents. They'll maybe go as far to talk to clubs, but they'll never come to anything apart from maybe like the one deal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> see all the stuff in the papers. Everybody goes on about. Oh, the papers are all talking garbage. They de- sensationalise it. we saying it's like I think was it James Forrester wrote an article about it. It's a term terminology they kind of use, and it's like a bid is imminent. I mean, what, do, what does that mean? A bid's imminent. It's like, that, that's, there's a bid imminent, Bobby, for me for my PlayStation Five. Do you know what I mean? That's just I know, pure it's like, garbage. It's usually there if, if if they're talking to. As you say, maybe 15, 20 different centre backs at one time. Is a bid imminent for every one of them then? 
Do you know what I mean? That that's the way that they, the way they put it out like that is oh a bit I mean purely because maybe a, an agent's contacted another agent. Oh, but we might be interested. It gets leaked to it. Bang! That's it. It gets blown up. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I think that happens probably more often than it should. But that's that's kind of where we are. No social media and all that, isn't it? So I just thought it was Twitter, and they're all just battling for likes and retweets and stuff like that. It's, I still like that Romano. That for is it for a bit still Romano? Fabrizio Romano. I mean, why is he spending his time on Twitter then? Doing that? What does he gain out of doing that? Is he... don't, don't get me wrong, see, be honest with you, when it comes to him, he seems to be bang on nine times out of ten, by the way. like he, like, It's almost as if if his word is final, because it's not very often that he doesn't confirm something that it, it doesn't usually go over the line. Do you know what I mean? But whether he... It's very close. If, if it's very close if it's not over the line with him, to be fair. I'd agree with Bobby there on that one, like... Yeah, isn't it? Right. Mm. The one thing I will say, though, Mark, is what is he? What, what did he gain out of sitting on Twitter? Didn't even, even gain out. I mean, because no matter even the stuff they get right, they still get abuse out of it. It's constant abuse. Do you know what I mean? It's like, what's your source? How do you stuff like that? And I, I wonder about people on Twitter that that are at that kind of high level, of a profile, what they actually gain out of sitting there and trying to. I mean, they're only gain out maybe bits of gossip that they hear as well. Again, no everything they hear will come to fruition. Just maybe follow, followers, Mark. Is it? I don't know. I don't. I'm not. In, I must, don't even know. Must, that be, must, must be part. Maybe part is a jobber party. He's, he's also got a very. He's got a very decent sized uh, YouTube channel as well. So he's oh, on, right, YouTube, he's on YouTube as well. So I don't know if it's a kind of linkage from that to that. And then, do you know what I mean? Because I've actually subscribed to him just recently, purely just because he's usually bang on, and a. Uh, I don't know how many followers he's got, subscribers he's got on YouTube, but it's, it's a decent number as well. So I don't know if it's a case of that feeds into that and vice versa. Do you know what I mean? Like for his numbers and his views and I don't know. But I saw a party building up your brand on social media and stuff like that, innit? I think so, mate. I think that's his thing. So did you, I have did you to say, Mark, if... Sorry, I was going to say, I have to say, Mark, I have to say if, if Celtic have gone for this guy and it is the done deal... I'm I'm glad they've done it so quickly after watching that match the other day because it was very clear that the likes of, as I say, Kobayashi, even Welsh, Liam Scales, like if Starfield or if Carter Vickers is out for a while, you've got to put one of them with Starfield. And that's a scary thought. That's a scary thought of having to put one of those guys in an SPL game. I, I, as I know Rob has, Rob has put it up there a second ago. And yeah, they're maybe half a through their season. But you could clearly see the, the distinct difference between the two fitness, the levels of the two teams. Like, they were running Celtic ragged at the end of it. Certainly, you have to through the second half. But, like, would you be happy with Starfield and, and any, of the other, any of those three bar, bar Vickers? You'd, you'd, be, you'd be watching, you'd be panicking watching them play a game for Celtic in the SPL. But, I mean, you can't put that, uh, Joe Hart, the first goal, you can't put that, didn't he? Oh no, that's Joe Hart. That's Joe Hart, 100%. That's Star, Joe Hart. The Starfelt fumble that he done as well cost us. Was that the third goal that cost us? You can't, Aye. that's nothing to do with fitness. And uh, let's not be kidding as well. See, <coughs> it was how many of the players that finished that game yesterday are going to be first team players for Celtic next season? There was a lot of youngsters that, see, when we collapsed, there was a lot of youngsters in that on the pitch. Oh, I'm not really that bothered about it that much. I would I would judge it the first half though, Mark. The first half, the majority of the players in that team, if there was a match 
next week with with Celtic would have probably taken majority would have probably taken the field if you uh, if you take, take an injuries into account. Do you know taking injuries into account? The majority and some of them look like a duck out of water. Like they really did. Like they just didn't, they just didn't look like the as I said centre back position at the minute. If that is the case and that guy is coming to Celtic, I'm delighted it's done so quickly. There's no noise about it because for me one of the biggest problems Celtic have is if they go for a player and they're thinking about him and then some other team in Europe goes like like a Galatasaray or like a Benfica or Porto or for argument's sake nine times out of ten Celtic would probably lose out because they might say you know there's a bit more money or like there's there's talks of that goalkeeper that Celtic were losing losing out to him the the Croatian goalkeeper he's gone to where's he gone he actually went but yeah, there's there, there, he's meant to be going to Al Nasser now, by the way. That's been hijacked. Yeah, he's supposed to be going over there to Gata. He was supposedly, if, if it's true that we were looking at him, it was it was a case of he chose Fernabachi or his agent chose Fernabachi, but it wasn't done yet. And uh, I seen something online a few hours ago the day that he's Al Nasser are ready to blow them out of the water and hijack that deal. No, it's not that as well, Bobby. So, I see, I see that. People, a lot of people were saying it was a done deal that was going to Turkey, but there was it was just just what we're talking about. It was, you looked up on Google and it was the deal agrees that it's about to be finalised. It's about to be rubber stamped. Celtic miss out on this player, but there was nothing actually official in it that he was gone there. Evening, no. Rebel mate. Thanks very much for coming in tonight again, pal. <coughs> but see, that's, that's a good point. I know what Rebel saying there. I've, I said that as well on the last podcast. You can tell, like these are players that have been on Celtic's radar for a while. The sign is that we've made so far, kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Which doesn't mean that they're no good players, but in, it's not to say that Rogers says not okay the deals, but I mean, it's obvious this is probably players that would have maybe have come in even if Ange had still been there. It's part of the kind of Celtic model. Matt Lowell's digging these players up and that, I reckon. Aye. I mm. think, see, the, the, the worrying thing is when, um, like I said, Ter was saying there, if we're interested in a player, but then a Galatasaray or a Fernabachi or something come in and oh that's that's it we don't have a chance how, how can we honestly say that we're hoping to bring in two or three marquee type signings if we can't compete with Galatasaray or Fernabachi though because if you want to go out and spend eight, nine, ten million on one player but then Galatasaray or Fernabachi compete with you or can't can compete with them then who can you realistically get in for good money then for, yeah, from that's your, that's your, a good yeah. point, Bobby, when you say it, put it that way, bud. But you know what? What? It's like, where, where, where do you, do you know what I mean? Uh, like, what's our market? What, what is our actual market that we can shop in? I've seen somebody on Twitter, was it Twitter had done it? It was like a kind of breakdown, Paul. Eh, uh, Paul, sorry, sorry, <laughs> Bobby. Eh, uh, and it was, it was a breakdown of, like, this so-called, like, if we go for, like, by spending, like, players at 6 to 10 million and then like 8 to 12 million mm -hmm. and he went back and he looked at the players like Celtic to be linked with in the last couple of windows and that that went for these kind of prices he says and none of them's done anything he says no. one of them hadn't kicked a ball all season or something like that and, it, it's, and that's what the guy's point was what is the market that Celtic actually are comfortable to find to shop in and it's, but it's look, look at it as again like, you see we go in for a player we go in for we go in for a player and it's like right, we're interested in him. Oh, but again, as I say, Fernabachi or Galatasaray are interested. He chooses to go there, he doesn't kick his arse. That doesn't mean that if he chose to come to us that he maybe couldn't have been 
Good. That shows like I, for a case of like, oh, we'll offer you 30 grand. Uh, I'm going to take 60 grand a week at Fernabachi. Right. Doesn't he play? He gets injured, whatever. But if he came here, he could have won trophies and had a good career. Do you know what I mean? I, I, yeah. I, just, I don't get it. But, uh, but the, the, one from, the one for me, though, Bobby, is the way I, I meant to try to put it, if I didn't, I didn't explain myself properly, was the way this centre back is done, it's apparently done and, done and dusted. There was no mention of him. Yep. yep. My thing is, my thing is when if Celtic are talking about mentioning say with say the Swiss lad or say the the, the Croatian right. keeper or something like that, it seems to be a case that it's that it's mentioned for a couple of weeks rather than the ones I find where Celtic get done are the ones that are done before we don't even know that there's a mention. Exactly. Exactly. I know that's it, and I, I I couldn't agree anymore. That's it. Seems to be that you get you get. And I think Mark, I've spoke to Mark about this before, and I've spoke to other people about it before. Sometimes I think this, this, the media, and especially the Scottish media, they get a sniff a Celtic, like maybe looking at a player at 10, 15 million, and the, the way they put it out in the media, that ends their chances there and then, because then it's like, mm, Celtic fans him, so do we though, like, let's blow them out the water, if you get what I mean. Yeah, like, and that's what, exactly what I'm saying as well, the 100% yeah. agree with you, Bobby, 100%. Yep, and it's just, I mean, this is, like, every fan's, you always fall into that trap, you know, it's like, oh, Roger's coming back, well, we're talking about a £35 million budget, right, so you're always, so straight away your head's in the clouds thinking, oh, maybe we're going to get two or three players at seven, eight, nine million each, this is going to be great, but if, if we can't actually physically go out and buy these players without a lower, a team in the lower for half of the Premier League, or a team for Europe that you would like to think Celtic are still a bigger club than can just come in and say, nah, there's they're double what they're offering, there's double what they're offering wages as well. So, <laughs> like... Stephen, if Rogers... Oh, sorry, Bobby, I thought you were finished, bud. No, there you go. Stephen, if Celtic have got 35 million and then they're adding on Yota's money and stuff like that, it doesn't mean we need to spend it. No. Do you know what I mean? No. I mean, people see like that goalkeeper we're talking about. People were talking, saying, "Oh, they want what was it? They wanted seven million pound for him." Mm-hmm. People are like, that's us. That's us. Then we'll not be getting getting him. Evening, you, Deef. Thanks very much for coming in, mate. That's no Paul. That's Terence. I don't know if Terence will be pleased with that. There, he's calling you Paul there, Ter. Fuck's uh, sake, I'm not here. <laughs> another guy's Bobby that's usually in the live chat. There, you, Deef. Thanks for coming in again. But uh, what was I talking about? Did, but see, like that goalkeeper, right? See, if Rogers has said, "Look, I've assessed the squad." I'm quite happy with, with, if we can get ready. I mean, we're not going through the list again. We know the players that, are, that we can let go and it's not going to rock the boat whatsoever. But right, see if Rogers come in and says, all I'm looking for is a centre-back, a goalkeeper, and a left winger, a left a winger to replace, uh, replace Yota. Just, what's wrong with going to spend £7 million on a keeper? Not a, not a thing. Do you get what I mean? It did, right, we go and spend £7 million on a keeper. I've, say... See, this is the Polish guy coming in. That's the centre back at five million, and we buy. See, we even go and splash some cash and buy a left winger at ten million. Just that's only about about twenty million pound we've spent. Twenty two million. We don't need to go. Like there's Paul in the chat there. We don't need to go and spend the thirty five million just because we've got that money. And it's all about. I mean, I was talking to Mikey in a quick call today, and we were talking about it, and he was saying what you said earlier, terms about. Of Carter Vickers isn't in the defence. We need, to, but see, as I said as well, that see apart from Cal McGregor, right? 
there isn't a player at Celtic that can't be improved on. I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, not meaning that, but do you know what I mean? But it would take a yeah. hell of a lot of money. But even down to AJ, you know what I mean? You know I love him, the new Carter Vickers. But we could, if we sell Carter Vickers this summer for whatever he went for, there is players out there that would be better than Carter Vickers if we could afford them. And that's, well, do you know what I mean? Well, Juranovic is a prime example. Aye. Juranovic is a prime example. When he was being sold, most people were like, oh my God, this is a no- What are we going to, we're going to be, with the greatest spec, everyone's like, God, it's going to be Ralston back there now. And then, oh, AJ's come in, and AJ's come in, and he's been an improvement. He's been a better player than, than Juranovic, in my opinion. He's a better player than Juranovic. The way, the way he's, he's been sensational since he's come into Celtic. So, I think I just kicked Bobby off here. <laughs> I've said oh, the link you again there, Bobby. Sorry about that. Yeah, Aye, yeah. This was a prime example, eh? Aye. Yeah. And even, even I know people disagree. Sorry, and sorry Bobby. Sorry, <laughs> bud. I don't know what happened there. I think it was me, mate. I think. Oh, was, was it? I was fanning about looking at the comments and all that. And then, because I was like, no, when you're in the usual, when you're in the actual on the live studio, you need to go back into it to go into the live chat kind of thing. And, eh. Uh, I don't know. Before I knew, I don't even. I don't, I don't even try it, Bobby. Can you usually see a live chat of the? I can see whatever comment you pin. Yeah. Michael McKinstry's the one that's there. The new right now. You, you can hit chat at the bottom. That's the back chat. You can hit comments. That's the comments that's on. But you need to actually join the chat to go back into the live chat. And I went. Mean, I did that there, and I get myself. All oh, right. So. That's why. That's why I didn't even try it, Bobby. <laughs> Evening, William. Thanks for for joining us again, bud. Enjoy your decorating. But like what, what you were saying, and what, what we were saying, Terry was saying, you were saying as well. We're like this pushing the boat out, getting that kind of marquee signing. Is it? Is it got to the point now that that's just that's just a pipe dream now? Because do you know what I mean? I'm not saying that. I mean, if we go out and sign this Polish defender five. Rising to six million is is that as good is that kind of as much money as we realistically spend in now? Other than the odd Edward type deal that's a loan to buy or whatever, because I just I just can't see how we I just can't see how how we do actually kick it up a level. Aye, but, I really but, can't. But a, a tete, that tete, he for me he would be a kind of what you call a marquee It would be brilliant. And, to I, get him really on But do you think? Do you think lads that Rogers would would have come back on the basis that he was no, again on on the basis that he was going to be spending only five and six million on a player? No, I don't. I, I think you're right, and I think most most Celtic fans thought the same thing. It's the same thing you thought when he came the first time round. It was like, right, but, we're but, not going to get somebody of that caliber if he's not been promised whatever he wants. But yeah. the one thing, but the re- reading from what he's saying, he seems to be looking at a clear out first of all. From his comments, he, he looks like he's trying to basically Aye. get rid of the dead wood. That's reading reading between the lines from what he was saying. He's looking like offloading players and getting them out. And as we've said before, Mark, if you're doing that and they're going permanently, obviously, you're also getting rid of wages. You know, you might get a fee for them. You might not. You might get a small fee. But if a fella's on 15,000, 12,000, whatever it is a week, and he's not really giving much to the club, like... And he goes, and you get three or four of them. All of a sudden, there's thirty six, forty eight thousand. Do you know what I mean? Aye, aye, aye. definitely. You know, and you get you get a guy, you get a Teddy guy in, and all of a sudden you've got fifty thousand that you for three or four players that haven't contributed anything. 
and you can go, well, we can put that towards his with another 10 grand and give him 60 grand a week because he's a free, he, you're going to get him for free, like. I would really like to, I'd really, really, really like to sign that guy. He's he's that sort of next level one that could really, really, really make a mark. He's the sort of one that for Europe, it's like, fuck, if they get, if, sorry, mind my language, it's like, if they get oh, him, sorry, if they get him in their team, well, that's a bit of a player, and then it's like the, everybody's like, gets their thing up about it, and it's like, I really do think he's that kind of next level signing that we should be looking at, but. I do, I th- no, I think there's a, I do think there's a realistic chance he's getting him. I mean, I know there was all that talk, he was in Paris the other day, and Dermot Desmond's plane was in Paris at the same time, meant to be, and stuff like that, I don't know, if that's just people. Nerdy, can, nerdy guys, I don't know how they can tell Dermot Desmond yeah. where Dermot Desmond's playing is, but that can just be started and then that just grows legs, doesn't it? And before you know what everybody's talking no, about, so apparently, yeah. you can go on and track any plane in the world and see where it is. Oh, I didn't know that, obviously. But I don't, but without getting into it, how the fuck did they not catch that Epstein a bit quicker than if they could tell where his plane was? Do you know what I mean? Uh, Celtic, was, Celtic, I mean, it's what is it? M Celt, that's the, the call sign for Dermot Desmond's private plane, which I know he Twitter the other day and all this part. But I uh, would that, that would be some that would be that would be but, some signing. But what I would say, Mark, as well, is what I would say as well, Mark, is if Celtic are in negotiations with him or they have chatted to him or spoken to him and they are seriously considering him, I hope it's not something that's overly that he's met. Do you know, because as soon as as soon as he meets with Celtic and it's out in open air, all of a sudden it seems nearly a it's nearly like a, a dead fish in the water. Sharks just start to circle, and all of a sudden, oh, they're interested. We should be interested. We should be interested. I know, like, uh, but the sharks, already, than, the, the sharks already know if it's the situation is going to be with him. Turns. Oh, I know, I know that, I know that. Oh, and Celtic, if Celtic are still involved in the chance of getting him, which. I'd, as I said, I honestly think there is a chance yet simply because he, Brendan Rodgers took him to Leicester to he knows him. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I've I, 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 actually seen that the guy, Tete. I don't know if you've seen the link that we had with the, the other Brazilian boy, Ferreira or something. Have you seen that? that oh, yeah, right. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't touch him with a bash right. But See, the thing is, there's, there's if you look into that a wee bit, it was something I read earlier on. It says that Brendan Rogers has really good relationships with Teddy's agency, who are right. also the agency of Ferreira. So if that whether that's just a case of we're interested in Teddy, so they went, oh, we'll just make this story up as well. Do you know what I mean? Bobby, the guy's hardly kicked a ball in two years. He spent the last two years injured. I know, no, I know. Uh, obviously, you kind of go and do a wee bit of snooping and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? And we'd miss these games for the B team, Grimmy OB, I know. I seen, I thought. Well, uh, According to, that, according to that transfer market, he's missing the majority of this season, but I think it was a hamstring injury. The majority of last season, it was either a muscle injury and then just right. not in squad. He's hardly kicked a ball for two years. I just, I can't see Celtic being interested in that. No, in him I think all. that's just, just a case of what I was saying there. His, his agency is the same agency as Teddy, and they've just said, right, well, let's just make this up while we're going along here. Uh, but you need hardly pass the medical anyway, Mark. I, I probably, I mean, we'll see according to the transfer market. He's only, he only came back from this hamstring injury three weeks ago. He played one minute in a game. And fair dues, he's meant to have, I think he got an assist in that one minute. Uh, 18 minutes in the next game. And then the the game for, I think it was, what night's this Thursday? I think it was maybe Tuesday or something like that. The, the data wasn't available yet. 
That's he's played. So up to the other, the other night, I don't know what he's played. He's played 19 minutes of football this season. They're having a good record in South Americans now. Let's be fair about it. Like, you know, if you go back to the the famous Brazilian Rafael Schneitzer, uh, whatever, you know, and he's been fairly literally his surname says it all. Like, and in fairness, as I said, I. My 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 opinion on that Bernabe, I I don't think he's up to the level either. So that that you know, and I, if I hasn't played football for two years, be, I think he'll be better under Rogers. There, I said that when, he, oh, they, are, when they were talking. I think I do. I think Bernabe's made made a kind of Rogers. I mean, well, Taylor was doing brilliant with that inverted inverted fullback role and stuff like that. But I think the way like Rogers likes his players, I think Bernabe is the kind of attacking fullback would suit him better. I but would it not be inverted full backs today? Mm. That might be just horses for course. I mean, I, according to that, was it Paul or what? Was it your turn? Say that, that he might have kind of switched between the two when he was at Leicester. I don't, yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's just a modern, into another one of these modern things. I mean, it took Paul about three months to, to explain it for it actually <laughs> sink into what it actually meant to me. Evening, Kev. Thanks very much for coming in, mate. I think what happened was when when the ship was starting to sink with Rogers at Leicester, he started tinkering with things, and uh, he kind of trialled the inverted fullbacks. But I, I don't think it's. I've heard people say no, but he has used it. I think he was kind of trying to get a result for somewhere, and he was switching things about a wee bit, and he maybe done it for two or three games. But I, I don't, I don't think it's it's going to be something that we'll see. And I think, to be honest with you, it's no Taylor bashing, but I think he struggled in an actual uh, wing back position yesterday. I, I, he was, he seemed to be stuck between what he what he done under Ange and what he's been told under. I said that in the live chat. I thought he looks as if he's stuck between the day this or the day that. You actually seen him coming inside a few times, but then it's as if, oh fuck, I'm meant to be out here, and it's I don't know. I just hope he doesn't go back the way now. He's no kind of good, and he's kind of. Natural way you back to the natural, which comes natural to him. You still get half his mind still want to play the way Ange wanted him to play. People sometimes don't understand that as well, Mark. It's like you've left back's a position of its own, a wing back's a position of its own, and an inverted full back's a totally the, the, the three different positions. Like the, the, the way that you play them, I mean, do you know what I mean? Like a left back stays back, a left wing back up and down, an inverted drops inside. Like, so do you know what I mean? I, I don't know. Mm. I just hope Taylor doesn't start to regress again because uh, I don't know. It just it's, you can't really pan somebody after one friendly, but it looked to me a bit kind of a bit a bit of a shock yesterday for him. Do you know what I mean? But maybe even just a wee bit rusty as well. Yeah. I, well I do think as well though, Bobby, having having Kobayashi beside him. Both. Didn't 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 help him. I mean, he was he was a horror show. I mean, oh, I, I thought he, I, I thought nightmare like. I made my thing was clear on him for day one uh, when he came in last year, and I know obviously he maybe only started two or three, maybe four of the kind of later games in the season. Before that, I think maybe if Carter Vickers was injured or Starfield was injured, they had a couple of wee cameos here and there. He's rot he's rotten, and he's just never ever going to be up to the standard. That we need, and I know that's horrible to rule him out, but he's, he is shocking. Do you know what I mean? Everything about him. But but you but you have you have to rule him out, Bobby, in the sense of like last year when when Vickers uh, 
got got injured or near the end near the end of the time. Like they they played a Wata centre back rather than playing Kobayashi centre back. Kobayashi is a centre back. To me, Awad is a defensive midfielder. I know some fellas have said, Oh, he did play centre back. But when you've got a genuine centre back and you're not even playing him ahead of ahead of a, a defensive midfielder, that should be writing on the wall for you straight away, like the thing that worries me about Kobayashi mostly is he's a decent size, right? He's about six he is a bit bigger, he's about six foot. He's he, he likes to he looks as if he thinks he's a bit of a player when he's on the ball. But he can't jump, and he's getting—he's so weak. Like he's, he just gets brushed off the ball, and he—he's he's honestly—he he's, gives me the fear. Like we can't Time. be, we can't be hanging our hats on donkeys like that. No chance. It's like see the big the big number five for that Japanese team yesterday. Yeah, I looked him up, but I think he was 30, 31 or something. But he was a far far better player than Kobayashi is. Aye, but the big blonde he that guy. No, is he, of, you know, is, he, is he Brazilian? Is it Eduardo something or something? Oh, no, there was a big one. I know he was playing he had the kind of the kind of blonde on top. That was a big, quite a big brute, I know. But I've kind of had my filly, my filly, like Asian players now, because I mean, five Japanese players and three Koreans were going to have. I think we need to stop on that now. But what happens? Mean? What happens when there's a, when if if the majority are called back for a game, like? Well, the Asian you know because this year, isn't it? The Asian yeah. Cup uh, in January. Do you know what happens when they're all called back? Like all of a sudden you're because if if say you've got as you said say seven or eight or nine guys and you've got five of them that generally start within reason, all of a sudden like you've got you could have like that's nearly half your first team gone. Like well, if you so gone too top heavy in 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 one area, I'd rather see I'd rather see the recruitment now from the European side of football. Aye, in my you know, it's just for me it's like. Hatati, he's been a great, a big hat. Kyogo been a big hat. Maida can be hot and cold, but when he's really good, he's really good. Kobayashi, rotten. Idaguchi obviously hasn't he kicked a ball, he's been injured and stuff. And then we've got another we've got Yang, O, and then the other big centre centre defence guy, a central mid guy. But I mean, they don't all work out and all that's the thing, you know what I mean? It's like there's two of the two of the five Japanese didn't work out. So who's to say that the three Koreans will work out? Do you know what I mean? I think all come good, but I don't know. I just think we've maybe kind of maxed out on that market. Do you know what I mean? I fully agree with you there, don't you? We've been screaming out for a goalkeeper, and yet suddenly Man United find a goalkeeper for that neck of the woods. Good enough for them. That they've been scouting since he was 17 or something, supposedly. But I mean, we keep talking about it as well. We've got to keep an eye on the the homegrown rule for Europe. Oh, no, no. That's where your Welshies and stuff end up still keeping keeping a, a part Aye. of the Celtic squad, by the way. Your James Forrest, your Welshies. Do you know what I mean? They, they stay purely because of that kind of... I know you can throw in a few, like a few of the young boys as well to pump their numbers up. Aye, but that's... But if you need these numbers, you know, that's the thing about it. You, you, you you're but... If you end up needing to play these players, you're fucking up shit creek, basically, isn't it? Yeah, they're not getting any game time. No. They're getting no game time at all, like. No, I know. What I was thinking as well is the likes of... Do you think that now we've got a central central defence options is basically Starfelt, 
Scales or Welsh or Kobayashi. Can you imagine we were getting into the Champions League qualifiers and it would be like deja vu on all the other seasons uh, that have been getting un- yeah. unprepared? But just, uh, but, I mean, see if we did a qualifier, do you know, I think we'd have been a bit further along with, the, with everything, even the amount of friendlies we're playing time, your fitness up and stuff like that. I know, but you think yeah. about it, Mark, man. How many, like, if you're talking about, see if we're talking, no. see, 10, 10 years of Champions League qualifying, but then they qualify about seven or eight of them at one point. Uh, you remember, that's, 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 that, that's on Peter Lowell for me. That's oh, on Peter oh, and him. But if, see, what I mean is, like, we brought Rodgers back. If we did have Champions League qualifiers to play, surely he'd be like, well, I want the players I want in by the time he's a starter. And I'm no fuck, there's no point in even having a look at your proposals and stuff like that. Put it this way, right? Say for talking to the big the big Polish boy, as that's been a Rogers, right? Because he did, uh, somebody was saying that he did play against Leicester in Europe, right, for his team. So there's always a chance that maybe Rogers has spotted him then. He's but, caught the eye. But for me, none of the other signings that are in at this, that have been signed so far, Rogers has got to okay them, yes, but I don't think he's had a hand in any of these signings. No. Do you know what I mean? That yeah. that's the Celtic, but but that's what we've spoken about a hundred times, Bobby. Aye. No, no. You've got to sign players, not just because the manager wants them. Do you know what I mean? You've got to sign Aye. players and think, well, well, I don't think it's going to happen. He's only in the door. I'm not starting an argument about it. But what happens if Chelsea come in for Rogers in six months, eighteen months time? That's the mm. best. So, 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 I mean, I, I totally agree. I said that earlier on. I think these guys, like, the Australian boy, and that and the. the Kind of the, the Koreans and that. For me, this is like the Mark Well, the Celtic football department is making these decisions to sign these players because they're not maybe getting signed the new for Rogers. They're maybe getting signed for for next season and the seasons after that. I mean, Rogers said he says he'll be here for three years. I mean, these players are all, they're all young boys. They could be here for five. Celtics want them maybe here for five years. By the time they, the time they progress, they're worth multi millions. And do you know what I mean? That kind it's of not, it's not an unusual thing. Like, I know what you're saying. It's it's not a kind of unusual thing for there to be a football department that deals with the scouting, then goes to the manager and says, right, there's ten players. Pick maybe two or three out of that, or, or look at the videos and tell us what ones you like, because that's how all the big clubs work. But up until Ange came in, we didn't have that sort of no. structure even there. Do you know what no. I mean? Like, I don't even know how we saw it. We signed players before Ange came in and we get the sports science, we get the proper scouts, we get a scouting team. And because before that, we were like fucking back in the 80s, honestly. Ah, uh, it was up. It was, oh, I mean, look, many times we've spoke about it in terms Peter Lowe's relationship with Dudu Dahan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what, what you I mean? Call, Colin Kazim Richards and Carlton Cole, or not Carlton Cole, he wasn't with him, but do you get what I mean? Yeah. They, all these signings and I mean, all that, but down to the Champions League, with my stone, Bobby, that's all for me, all lies at Lowell's door because yeah. he wasn't, whoever the manager was, he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't backing them to try and progress Celtic in Europe. Well, I mean, you imagine the people, I'm, I don't know why I start arguing about Peter Lowell again and that, but uh-huh. you imagine how. When, when Rangers were doing and struggling in the lower divisions and trying to catch up with us, can you imagine we were getting the Champions League year in and year out? Imagine yeah. we get the Champions, even for the, even out of that nine in a row. Imagine we get Champions League group stages out of seven of them. Think of the yeah, money. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? I for me, and I, say, and I mm-hmm. said this at the time. For me, that it was a dereliction of duty in Peter Wells' part. It was even a gamble. Even 
terms, looking at it for like a business, a big oh, massive yeah. business point of view. You're meant to be there to maximise profit and stuff like that. And he wasn't, he, for me, he didn't, wasn't doing his utmost to do that for years. No, but they were, there was always, there was always the, there was always the Celtic way of, okay, they won't spend any great money. If they qualify for the Champions League, the manager will get money. If they don't right. Champions, qualify for Champions League, likelihood is the better, the better player might get sold. To, to, to basically balance the book, so to speak. And like, you know, and then when Celtic don't qualify, it was like a lot of loan players coming in or stuff like that. But it, it was never, it was never a case of, as I say, speculate, speculate to accumulate. It was never that. They were never willing to go, we're going to get the players in early, we'll get them bedded in, we'll qualify for Champions League. The problem was back then, the Rangers been down the lower divisions and gone into a whole lot. Celtics were Celtics' idea was well, we'll have another crack next year if we don't qualify this year because we're going to win the league, and we'll have another crack and we'll have another crack. But they weren't willing to. The Ivan Tony one's the prime example. He was at the door. He was in Celtic, and they wanted Law, Law, Yeah, John McGinn Lowell apparently was. It was no, no. It's a million less, and then it was no, no. It's six and a half million or whatever it was or five and a half million, or whatever. He's like, no, no. It's four and a half, and he was like, no. And eventually, man's gone. Uh, and John, no. McGinn, John McGinn's gone. The, Ital- the Italian guy who's in Glasgow Airport told get back on the plane and go back to your club, like because it was, you know, you know, these are all these are all little things like that. Like I mean, Rogers was famous one. Was it the the fullback who played for Leicester? Is it Castagna or something like that? Yeah, I mean, Rogers Rogers wanted him at Celtic and. Yeah. At the time, I think it might have been about seven or eight million. I might have been. Talking, a... I think they were maybe talking eight or nine million. But either way, go and bloody get him in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but but if he comes, if he comes in and you have like the sell-ons and all the bits and pieces, and he has two two great seasons with Celtic, he's probably going to the Premier League for twenty-five million. Easily, easily. Do you know, it's just the Celtic weren't willing to take any risk whatsoever because their notion was, like you keep said before, Mark, is the other crowd have gone out of it. We don't really have to do much to win the league. And you know what? We'll take a chance. We might qualify. If we qualify one out of three or one out of four, that seemed to be the mentality that, that was coming out of Celtic at the time. Like. How many and times did they go? We weren't even making a... I don't, sorry, Mark. Oh, oh, I've just got to say it again. I mean, we weren't even making a decent go at the Europa League or nothing. No. Do you know what I mean? See, like that, what you're saying there, Terence, they, all right... <laughs> We'll have another crack at Champions League. <coughs> we didn't get into this year, but we'll strengthen a bit and try and, right, try and get a run going in this Europa League. We never, it was just Europe was just been an afterthought to Celtic for years. But, but Mark, you have to remember, as I said this a few times on the podcast and, and a couple of weeks ago, this is a club that have never spent more than nine million on a player. What do they expect if you don't spend more than nine million on a player in their history? Like this. They, they, like I just keep saying it, nine million or five million or whatever you want to call it, five or six years ago is not nine million or five million today. Aye, it's aye. just not. It's just not. And the notion where he's like I've heard people going, "Oh, Celtic paid big money for Carter Vickers and Koyogo and Jota." They didn't. No. They paid six and a half million. They paid four and a half million. There's fellas midway down, midway down the table in the Champions League or the Championship that are probably paying four and a half million for a player. <laughs> You know, until Celtic start going, and, and like you have to move with the times, like with the wages and 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 the transfer fees, like Kyogo or Carter Vickers for six and a half million is proved to be 
a great boy. Jota, six and a half million, look at the return they've gotten him. Yes, I know he's gone to where he's gone may not necessarily be the case. Edward was nine million. Look at the return they got on him. You know, like I mean, if you if if Celtic want to keep gambling with the the small monies, you're not you're not always going to get a return in it. I mean, look at the look at some of the players that that were playing there yesterday. That look you know, they're, they're struggling. Yeah, oh, four, and and mo- four and a half million will be released them. Yeah, I know. Even, like, even in it might not have Scotland. Thank you for coming in, mate. Nice to see you. There's always a case, Mark, in fairness, that I, I get it, that a player might novice, it might always work out with a specific club. That happens with Barakash. I always famously remember Dennis Bergkamp with Inter Milan. It never worked for him. He was horrible over there. And he went to Arsenal. He was literally probably one of the best players that's ever played in the Premier League. Well, I get your point, but what I'm saying is, from Celtic's point of view, if they're willing to, to pay the few extra quid for you, the Jotas and the Carter Vickers and the uh, Edwards, they, they, get, they get more value out of it. You know what I mean? Whereas trying to bringing in a Shane Duffy on loan or Toran or all these other guys, you know, Laxall and I know he was a good player at the time, but all these other players are taking all just, it's basically, we'll throw a load of them and see which one sticks like. You know, I don't think that that's, that's my opinion on it, you know? It's like, like, see the boys we've seen so far, a couple of million pound in that. They, they're obviously, they're young players, one of them's coming out for Australia, he might know certainly, he might just, do you know what I mean? All that. But, at any, we're seeing any, any, no matter how much you pay, there is a gamble. But there's still a kind of, and to a certain extent, it still kind of guarantees you a better quality player, Terence. You still need to make it work. But it's probably less of a, it's in a sense, it's probably it's less, a less aye, of a gamble, aye, I would aye. say. You know, I, mean, even, I know. Even, I mean, the classic one as well, used to talking about Bergkamp. I mean, look at uh, Chris Sutton at Chelsea. I know the English CI took a step, didn't he? Go and play for Celtic up in Scotland, but he got to a European final with Celtic and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, that place was a dump. Do you know what I mean? I mean, as it's only, I'm saying, and Newcastle, they'll be the next ones as well. Do you know what I mean? Just because of the money and that, so it is with these bigger clubs. I quite fancy. I, I quite see if that's the way football is, and obviously it's a monopoly down in England. If that's the way it is, then I, I would actually quite like to see Newcastle go and break all that up a wee bit. Oh no. I, I, why no? Do you know what I mean? Man City are going to I win hate that. New, oh, I hate Newcastle, man. Year. I think Man City are never pro- watched a Big Bang Theory on the telly. Can you imagine they made an episode? Imagine they made that in Newcastle. Imagine guys from Newcastle sitting talking about quantum string physics and stuff oh, like no, that. Don't, don't get me wrong. <laughs> don't get me wrong. The people for the place are as dumb as anything. You know what I mean? But, um, what I'm trying to say is the way it looks now in England, like Manchester City are probably set up to win that in the next four or five years yet because. Man United nowhere near it. Liverpool, I don't know so much. Your chair, I, I, I just don't think any of the other clubs are. I think Man City are light years ahead of the rest of the teams in that league. Than it, and it would just be quite refreshing to maybe see somebody else just spoil the party a wee bit. That's all. Do you know what I mean? Ah, uh, that kind of way. Uh, it would be good to. Uh, it'd be good to see them kind of get it stuck in their face, kind of thing. Uh, that's all. That's all. Newcastle, like as a city, and the people that are. Uh, unbearable 
But um, know, know why I don't like Newcastle because of David Ginola. Aye, aye. Ah, well, obviously. He was, he was, he, was he no, did he not agree to come to us and then? Aye. Aye. What a player he was, team. I remember that's what put me off Newcastle. And she, I never liked Shearer. I never liked him. No. And probably, mate, I can't even mind the Gaza playing with Newcastle as well. I was only really young. When Baker you... Grove. I hated Baker oh. Grove. And that aren't getting that. I, I just, oh, nah, I, man, I just don't even start me having Newcastle, man. Uh, <laughs> you're showing your age now. <laughs> I was only really young when Janola was. When Janola, I, like, I remember it was my dad was going on. Well, I was only really young, and my dad said, "By the way, if Celtic signed him, what a player!" Uh, and he was going on and on and on and on about it because it was supposedly another one of these ones that was pretty much right down the road, signing wise, and then. Aye. I'm gonna go there. Do you know what I mean? It's another, another. But the room, the room is Bobby that it was Fergus McCann saying, "Yeah, but Kenny, what's he gonna be like at Fergus like Fur Hill on a Tuesday night in in the pouring rain?" And apparently that just put that just put him straight off. Apparently the rumor is anyway that's the way they said it. Like how well, well, accurate it is, I don't know. He's here, but I've looked even he's here, but I've looked even sexier. <laughs> so can we? <laughs> Stone the middle of Mary Hall, he's the rain pushing down on him. <laughs> but a lot, but, but was it Laurie Ellie used to advertise? Laurie, aye, aye. It's not even that. He came back to play, he played against Celtic a friendly with Newcastle. I can mind, he, he did, and I can mind us sitting there half cut out of our wig, giving him absolute dogs abuse or hair, hair <laughs> stuff and things like that. <laughs> I get away from Newcastle, man. This is nearly as bad as Burnley. <laughs> I, remember, I remember when we had uh, the Cario when I was a young boy as well. What a player he was as well. Do you know what I mean? And uh, it was the same scenario with him. I think he was wanting quite the wage bump and they couldn't they come to a common ground and he only ever played at Celtic for, was it one season? The uh, he was only there for yeah. one season, one, aye. Cadetti, Van Hoydonk and uh, Cadetti, Van Hoydonk and Cario. Do you know what I mean? And it was like, that was some front three. And I think I Andreas Tom was still there and all actually. That he was, point. yeah. He was, yeah. He was the cracking player as well. See, I was only I was only a young boy, but that's Terrence, that. can you see that on the screen there, bud? Yeah. Dude, they've seen your sound a wee bit loud. Is that better? I don't know. You sound fine to me, just if it sounds too loud to the to the chat. I'll turn it down, don't worry. Andy Tom, Andy Tom's a cracking player. He really was. That was man. Honestly, see, time. Andy Tom's probably one of the most kind of like, technically gifted players I've seen at Celtic. Right. I well, mean, it was a show Celtic teams I've seen. You know what I mean? I was born in '89, so they were all there like '95, '96, '97. So I was only really young, and that was my initial kind of. Don't get me wrong, we weren't winning anything because of it. When it was like during the nineties, when they were fucking winning a lot, do you know what I mean? But that was the first kind of Celtic teams that I had, I'd seen myself. Do you know what I mean? No, I, mean, I think Andy. Just I might be wrong here, but just off the top of my head, I'm sure that Andy Tom was one of the, the very few. Like, maybe he might have been the first. Like he's German player to get a cap for the kind of United Germany wants to amalgamate it again in that. Aye, he was good enough anyway. Uh, I, can actually get in, I actually get interviewed outside Celtic Park for German TV about Andy Tom one night. 
don't, I, I don't know if he had a clue. I didn't know what they were saying. And bad German. The only German I knew came from Wiedersehen, Pet. Do you know what I mean? I was stumped. <laughs> and they just asked me. I tried to put on, like, I tried putting on the polite voice and all that. Do you know what no. I mean? But this week, German video company, and that, I thought they were at the wind up. Do you know what I mean? I still never get paid for it right enough. I think you sound. I think a Scot, a Glaswegian, like stroke Lanarkshire accent, actually sounds worse if you try to be polite. Aye, it's you know like that I mean? James English. Oh, oh, fuck! Don't go. I don't. You don't want to talk about Newcastle. I don't want to talk about him because he's, <laughs> he's a bellend, isn't he? Oh, no, but, no, but it's just. I'd, it's just you can tell that he's, he's like me. You sit there and you're concentrating on trying to talk polite. And, oh, I mean, I've been open about this. I don't know what. I I wanted to do a podcast, but one of the things was I'm no I'm no confident. I don't I'm not a very good talker. In that do you know what I mean? And he tried. You can tell he's trying just so hard to talk polite in the way. Like it's like mm-hmm. when you see these guys on even Scottish guys on soap operas and that. It's this fake fake accent. It's kind of oh, it's trying terrible. to talk about English in that. I even think you notice that sometimes when you've got like a Scottish football player that's played up in Scottish league for years. And then they moved into the Premier League, and you hear an interview with them, and they sound different. You think, what is what sort of accent is that he's got now? Do you know what I mean? Uh, me and Joey Barton trying to talk French. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> one, of the, one of the best ones is the, uh, the Steve McLaren does the Dutch one. Have you seen that one? Aye, aye. Oh, now that's funny. Do you know what I mean? That's. Ah, you're, you're, saying, just, you're just making a complete idiot yourself, really, aren't you? Like, they say to him, oh, it's like Steve, McCl- uh, Steve, uh, Steve McLaren, as I, when he was at Aye. 20, when he was Aye. at FC 20, and uh, the lad to him, oh, like the season coming up, how do you feel? And he says, oh, maybe we have Champions League to come. <laughs> They're like, come on. You know, that's not, that's not your accent, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, ah, just be yourself, do you know what I mean? Embarrassing. Right. Hey, Mark, is there any, or do either the two of you know, is there any truth in the rumor that of the tyranny link, or is that just pie in the sky stuff? I, I think there may be something in it. Would you take him back? Eh, uh, I don't know, to be honest. I'd, I'd take him, but right, but I'm sure I'm. I've said this on the forum and that he's got what two years to go on his deal. I'd take him, I would take him the new if we could get a Stephen Geedham, I don't know, a loan fee two or three million pounds this year. We take him back with an option to buy next summer for 10 million when he's only got a year left in his deal. See if he's only coming in for a year as a loan player. Nah, nah, no point in that, no point whatsoever. No, people say, oh, but. Newcastle are bidding 30, Arsenal will sell to him, but they can't force a player to go where they don't want to go. No. The team from Saudi Arabia could bid 100 million for Tierney, they've got to force him to go there. If Tierney wants to come to Celtic, it just becomes a kind of Celtic and Arsenal need to come to a kind of financial arrangement. They gave us 25 million for him, right? They always, what is it, is it 15% of a future sale or something? So you've got to keep that off with the day sell if they sell for fifty million or whatever. There's probably not the, the way that you know yourself, like the way that transfer fees are paid as well. They've probably not even paid the twenty five million yet. Going on 
but he's obviously Mark, he's obviously coming in with the intention of being a first team player because like if you read any of the comments his thing is I want to play Premier League or the German League and I'm going to be I'm going to be the best player that Celtic have and probably the best player in the league. Something was certainly the best player in Celtic, he said, if not the best player in the league. So he's Aye. he's not coming over with the intention of you'll 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 be involved next year. But I'm just reading between the lines. His notion is, well, I'm coming over for a starting place. Is that is that him that said he's coming here to get, and here yeah. I've not got a problem with a player saying it. Is that him that said he was coming here to move to I'm going to England next and stuff like that? Aye? Yeah, and he said he was going he said he was going to be the best player. In either Celtic or the best player in the league, he said uh, something along those lines. But as well, I seen something about him. I seen something about him like when we were first linked to him. It says Celtic set to sign K League's Rodri. Like that's yeah. Sort of, see, like the style of plays like six. I think he's about six foot three of that as well as the boys right. were saying. I think he might even be bigger than that. And he says um, that I is obviously they can come out with anything they want, but it says he's kind of game similar to like. A Rodri type player, but whether that's the case or no, we'll seems, seems like a kind of confident enough guy anyway. If he's coming out with stuff like that, do you know what I mean? But what I'm, but what I'm saying, Mark, is whatever about the two younger lads, the two the two Korean lads for me that are obviously I know not compared like but like with football, but they're playing first team football. I can't see them coming over with the notion that they're not going to play football this year. If you know what I'm saying, Aye. I the, the the Norwegian lad, yes, I understand, and the the Australian lad. Maybe there's more bedding in for them. But definitely listen looking at the, the interview from that Korean lad, his whole thing was like I I'm reading between the lines. I'm starting, I'm comfortably going to be the best player in Celtic, probably the best player in the league. That's what he that's what he was coming out with, like. I think so Yang I can't see him coming out. Yeah. I think Yang said the same that he's you're better off getting a player coming in and seeing for the off that they're happy to be here. They're going to do their best while they're here, but the ultimate goal is to go to the Premier League. I don't, as Mark says, I really don't have an issue with that because it shows ambition, doesn't it? Oh yeah, um, fully preach. I don't have a problem with that either. You know what I mean? No, and and listen, hopefully they are that good. I don't want a player coming in and it's the oh, I've wanted to play for Celtic my full career. Aye. I mean, I don't want. I don't see me leaving here. Then a year down the line, oh, I couldn't. Yeah, I don't even want the manager saying that, Mark or Bobby. <laughs> Don't you start with us again? <laughs> have you know? Have you know? Are you know backing a Brendan train yet? No, no, no. Just still hurting. Yeah, have you cyber cuddle? All right, cheers, bud. Cheers. Oh, <laughs> Spurs get relegated. Are you back? On? <laughs> but Bobby, are you back on the Brendan train? I just. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't too keen on it when it first the rumours first came up and that but 
once a once it was like we knew it was happening, well we couldn't none we could do about it. And when you break it down, we have we've appointed a top class coach, which is what we wanted to replace Ange. And I don't care what anybody says. For me, the new I mean Ange could down there win the Premier League and become the best manager in the world for the next couple of years, whatever. But for me, the new Brendan Rogers is a better manager and better coach than Ange. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I think we've took a step up. But his record will prove that. The other fella, the, the, the Spurs manager guy, he was over in like he was in Japan and you know in Australia. He with the greatest respect to the current Celtic manager Rogers. He you know he was in the Premier League and Championship. You know what I mean? He was at a much higher level than than the Spurs than the Spurs guy was ever at. And I, I mean I said that and I said that even for the very first day he came in and everybody was worried about him after the Hearts game. Everybody was like, oh, we made a pure blunder here and the team went on and the next time he was a miracle worker. Won his trophies, won his leagues, you can't fault him. The football we watched was brilliant to watch the majority of the times. Bobby keeps cutting off. But I've said that many times. We were we were lucky to have Ange, but Ange was very, very lucky of Celtic. He was luckier than we were. Aye, aye. Because if it wasn't for Celtic, Ange would still probably be plodding about her and Japan and stuff like that. Or maybe the, the chance he was at AEK Athens or something that we're yeah. like, do you know what I mean? Well, I, think I think we've upgraded, upgraded and that's no sewer grapes on Ange. Ange done his job and done brilliant for us. But I think we've took a step up. Well, well, the, the, the biggest thing, Mark, is Roger's name would be known. The Spurs manager wouldn't have been known. Barring you were, uh, Barring you really, really have a serious in-depth knowledge of football. I wouldn't have ever heard of him before, but I would have heard of Rogers. I, 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 when he first came, man, I said, see when I seen him in that, I can vaguely remember him managing Australia. Vaguely, yeah. just to, and do you know what it was, Terms? Because he kind of looked like my dad, man. I said, I sent you. You said that a few like, times, aye, yeah. Aye. And that, that's what came into my head when I actually, when I saw him and he said, for sale, I thought, I can, he, aye, when he said he was Australia manager, I can vaguely mind him managing Australia, but. That was hard. I'd nay, I couldn't have told you his name. See if you'd showed my picture of him. I couldn't have said, oh, that's Ange Postacoglu. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah. If you showed my picture, about, oh, I can't mean, I can't really mean him. And I know people have said it. there are bits and pieces about it, but like, it's like what you said, and I said it before, like he was 55 coming to Celtic. He wasn't Aye. 35. 
You know, he'd been around the block, like. You know, so, I mean... Hold on, Kirst. Me bother, Bobby. Uh, Thanks very much for coming on anyway, bud. Brilliant. Cheers, Bobby. If anybody else wants to come on, just click that link, by the way. All you need, all you need is a phone. That's all it is, just talking into a phone. Yeah. So that was yeah. your senior terms. That's one of the things I thought about. And I thought he's a big club like Celtic. He's 55. Well, what is he now? 57, coming on 58. But I, did, I didn't think he would jump at the first big chance. I thought, because it would just, could, at his age, a few years in management, and then we used to talk about it, all from a director of football role or something like that. Yeah, that was the link. But the, the, the thing I would have said, I think we said it as well, Mark, is. Obviously, Rogers doing what he done. I have no, I have no doubt that if three months before the finals, the end of the season, if the same offer had come to the Spurs manager and he was told it's now or never, he'd have gone as well. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Do you know, I think, I think, I think it, fe I think it fell at the right time in the sense that it was literally the end of this. Like I said to you when we were talking about, it, I had a feeling he was gone, and then I said it definitely. Once you saw the the embrace, if you want to call it, with Jota after coming off the pitch. That, to me, was the players already knew he was gone. That wasn't, uh, you know, that wasn't, just, that wasn't a hug of just winning the treble. That was a hug of, like, thanks for everything. Do you know what I mean? You just, you just knew, and even when it came to the celebrations, he didn't get involved in any of the celebrations. He didn't do any of the norm that he would have done for the leagues and the League Cup and any of these other things that he'd won before. He stayed right in the peripheries of everything. He stayed way out of the way. You just knew, you just knew he was gone, like you just knew he was gone. But look, he's gone, so we shouldn't be talking about anyway in this podcast anyway, doesn't it? No, no, it's a Celtic podcast. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, not talking about the Spurs manager anymore. No, no, no. So, when's the, when, when's the next friendly? They're playing. They're playing in. If, is it? Is it two? Is it two days? Is it Saturday morning or something? I think. I think there is it Saturday or something like that to playing that. Uh, is it Osaka, Osaka, or Osaka. Osaka or something like that? Like, yeah. Um, like, I mean, I, I mean, it's obviously a case that you just basically do it for fitness because um, if this crowd are supposed to be as good, if not better, than Marinos, I don't know whether that's true or not. But judging on, judging on Celtic, it's a case of we need to just work on this as fitness. But I, I'd, I'd like I, I, the thing I would like to know, Mark, is. If I was, if I was young Dane Murray, and I've seen Bosman Law linked with Portsmouth and someone else today as well, but like those two guys must be sitting there going like, what, what have I done wrong here? Like, what have I done wrong? They're like, they're not getting a sniff. Like, I mean, that young Murray lad, I know it was back to the doors, came in in the European match and they, and had a fine game, a fine game. You know what I mean? But he hasn't, he hasn't got a, he hasn't got a sniff of a game anywhere, and he doesn't look like he's ever going to get a sniff of a game. Just seems to be the same old, same old, didn't it? When it comes to youth, yeah, but they brought Bosman Law in as one of the next best, best things. A big unit of a man, both lads are six, six plus comfortable, and Bosman Law looks a big unit as well. Something that we've cried out for that saying at Celtic side is a little bit small, and he he hasn't he has never got a game. To my knowledge, he's come on in bit part games and aye, stuff like that, but, but you haven't gone to him. Right, there's the League Cup. Go in centre-back with Carter Vickers or Starfield and we'll see what you're like. Like, if you can't throw uh, Bosman Law 
or as I said before, a young young Summers or Rocky Rockovata into a League Cup match and go. As I said, my opinion would be start one or two of them in the League Cup game and say you're going to play the League Cup the whole way through. Regardless, if we get to the final or we get knocked out in the semi final and we get knocked out whenever, but you're going to play all that. That's the only way you're going to judge these young guys. Right, you can't. Right. You can't. You can't expect a guy to go right. Jump on there and show me what you can do. There's 88 minutes gone in the game. Like, they might even kick a ball. Like, they might even kick a ball in the, in whatever seven or eight or ten minutes that's left in the game. You know, it's not. It's not fair. Whereas I'd I'd rather them go League Cup. Right, young Summers. You're showing. You're really showing me. I'd like to look you. You're going to start every game in the League Cup the way they used to do it with the keeper. Say, right, back right. there was always the talk that Seagrass was going to play all the cup games. Obviously, with the knock, maybe that's something different. But that that's that, that would that's what I would think, Mark. That you you go to one or two of them, and go. I'm going to start you two guys in the League Cup every match, regardless if it's a, if they draw, if they're away Rangers in the second match, then so be it. Because you find out how good these guys are. You're not going to find out with five or ten minutes of a game. Like it's just not, it's not fair on them, in my opinion. I thought I thought it was weird as well that he brought Seagrass on yesterday. I mean, the guy's meant to be trying to get released to go and move to Australia with his wife or girlfriend or whatever it is. And, and he's open, he said it. Aye, so why was he Why is he getting game time? Not even before Bain, but just any, but before anybody. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, listen, I, I, I hear you. I mean, it's, 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 a strange, it's a strange one. If, if, a guy is, if a guy is looks like he's going for whatever reasons, personal reasons, he just doesn't want to be beat or whatever... Fair enough, but I don't, Mark. I don't even see the point in him actually been there. No, even even in the trip, I don't because if he's going to be gone in a month's time, what? Where's your? Where's your? You know, where's your setup? Like if, if Joe Hart's one and who's who's two and who's three and you know. I mean, even looking at this way, turn see if the guy they're sitting there in Japan you now and see if the guys want to move to Australia. He's closer to there than he is. There will be if they drag him back here and then release him. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, you could just cut your ties there and then and say, "Off you go with the luck." You know, Lowe's a proposed loan deal. A good step for the development. Well, see that I don't mind that. I think I've said that a million times. Terms, I think a, a a party a player becoming like a first team player for Celtic, it's probably them spending a bit of time out on loan. But yeah, but and I I, I don't have a problem with that. Level and stuff like that, but I think a lot of it. I mean. Even look back, I mean, David Beckham went to Preston and loan and stuff like that, and it kind of toughened him up. I don't think they're anything wrong sending players down to like probably class like lower level teams to kind of toughen them up a bit and get used to playing week in, week out, getting training with the first team, getting kicked about with these kind of older pros and stuff like that. But n- neither do I, Mark. But but Bosman Law came from Watford, and he was he was apparently a standout, and even the likes of Troy Dean, he was saying how good he was, and he was involved. Mixed involved in the first team and the whole lot. I I don't have any issue with that. But where I have a problem for these guys and him and the likes of the Dane Murrays is when you're playing guys who aren't centre backs at centre back in matches, even matches that aye, like, aye. like like you can't tell me the last four or five games when the league was done that if they seriously are considering Bosman Law or Dane Murray or which whichever young lad it was, why aren't they putting them in? Like they're putting they're putting a defensive midfielder in centre back rather than giving. Even at the time Kobayashi game or giving Bosman Law game, they put a guy in there who's probably five foot eight and there's two guys six foot plus that are centre backs that aren't getting there. It'd be like me if I was playing if I was playing rugby and 
I was a scrum half and I was there thereabouts in the team. And the first guy got injured if I wasn't first choice and they started bringing a, a winger in to play scrum half. I'd be going, oh, I clearly don't have any future here. Like, you know, and that that's what I would think if I was in a certain position in, and a Bosman Law or Dan Murray or who, whatever position it is, and you're bringing in a guy that's not that position, not, that's not his first choice position. You know, you'd have to you'd have to question um, your own future at the place like at the club like, you know. You had Rebel saying as well, how can they step up playing in a fifth tier of Scottish football all year? That's that's one of the worst things in Scottish football, Rebel that and I thought I, I thought it was baffling that Celtic refused to take a kind of move out of the uh, like the reserve league and stuck with us lowland league rubbish. I don't, I, don't, I don't really understand that at all. Sure, Mark, it's, it, that's, that makes no sense. As I said, not we were not been anyway remotely sexist or anything towards it. But if you're running, if you're running the ladies, the SPL league, and it's running very, very well, you can see the fixtures, you can see the whole lot. How can they not run a reserve league? And just basically, if Celtic are, as I said, if Celtic are away to Motherwell this weekend, the reserves are away to Motherwell this weekend. If Celtic are at home to Livingston, then, then the reserves are home to Livingston, assuming the, the teams in question all have a, a, a B team. And the likelihood is they will have a B team. You know, and it's a, you know, players will learn more playing in the reserve league than they will playing against, you know, lads who, who are have to work five days a week and are, are playing a match on a Saturday or a Sunday or whatever it is. You know, it's not... It, you, it's, you can't expect a young lad to go from the Lowland League, like as the commenter has said there, uh, to then all of a sudden go, right, look, we've a, we've a, a big a big league match and she's and a major player is injured and he, you're next up. And she's, look, by the way, we might have a Europa League match on Thursday night as well or something. You know, you're right. You're, you're going, hold on a minute. I was playing against lads who were doing 95 jobs there last week. And now you want me to step up and play against uh, whoever it is, standard player. It's not, it's not possible, like... But there is a reserve league. It's just Celtic don't take part in it now. Is there a reserve league? back in action. I didn't think there was, Mark, to be honest. No, I thought they were, I thought they got, I thought they'd abandoned it, this, the SPFL or whatever, SPA. No, I'm sure there is a reserve league. But Celtic Rangers and that refused to, they decided to get, just keep doing this. Uh, this but it was correct, wasn't it, Mark? The Reserve League had been scrapped, though, hadn't it? Aye, I'm sure it had. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. If, if there is a Reserve League there in Celtic and Nevada, then it's, it's, it just boggles the mind, to be honest. I might be reading that ranked here. So maybe it has actually shut down altogether now. I, did, I, thought it was, I thought it was gone, Mark. I genuinely thought it was gone. And no, it'll be gone for a number of seasons now. Now, lads can correct me if I'm wrong. And certainly, if anyone knows in the live chat, they can certainly let us know about yeah. it. It's madness like there's a, there's a, a, the reserve league for the 22 23 season football Scotland has got Hibs sitting at the top yet. Okay, Mother, Motherwell, Dundee United, Kilmarnock, Dundee, Queen's Park, Livingston, Air, Queen of the South, and Hamilton. That's what caught my attention the other day. I, I, I'm sure I read that Aki's are the current champions here. Yeah, well, so there, that's that's a no brainer then that if Celtic go just go into it themselves, regardless of anyone else, if that's if that's the makeup of the of the, of the teams that are in it, you're 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 playing against fully fledged professionals. You know, whether the, whether it's guys that are on academy contracts or full time contracts or players coming back from injuries, as I said before, 
that's that's that story of a guy. Like imagine, imagine a young guy coming back from injury. If Carter Vickers was coming back from injury, and he's able to play two or three reserve leagues to get himself back up to speed, match fitness. And, and all of a sudden, there's a young guy there coming through the ranks who's Celtic like, and you know he's a good prospect. And next week he's got Carter Vickers beside him for two games. Imagine how much he's going to learn from Carter Vickers in aye. two games. Aye, as you said as well, when we've spoke about it. It's like you're playing, a, you're at least playing against. Right? Obviously, if you're playing against Aki's reserves and stuff like that, you're expecting Celtic to be a whole different level. But you're still playing against guys that are spending their days trying to become professional players, the same as your get your young guys are. They're out welding or plastering or running shops or whatever during the day, training a couple of times a week. Do you know what I mean? It's just a, it was a complete nonsense. And even even so much so, Mark, to the without being disparaging to the to the Lowland League, even the style, even the style, you're going to have technically better players you're playing against. I I imagine the, the Lowland League and down there. I'm not saying it's a kick and rush game or anything like that, but you know it's a big difference if you've got a reserve league and you've got you're going to have technically better players, in my opinion, playing in that because hence they're professional footballers. And so you know, I mean, it has it has it has to be better all round for any player if the Celtic are looking at if they have a reserve league and they can play in that they're playing in the Lowland League where it could be you know kicking and lumping the ball up and down the field. I don't know, but. It's a no-brainer to me. Uh, something needs to... And I've said this for years, and I'm thinking back to even Scotland getting to the World Youth Cup final years ago and stuff like that. In Scotland, there seems to be just... There's a missing link between being a good young player and being becoming a good like top first-team player. All, I mean, you can go back over the years and talk about all these brilliant young players that Scotland had at youth level and stuff like that, but very, very few of them actually got to the kind of top level that people expected them to. And that's yeah. where it became. There was no step up between like your under-21s under and the, like your first team. That's where we lost a lot of kind of good, good players. But the, the prime example, as I mentioned there, Mark, recently is, it, and it will always be the, the benchmark is, Look at Celtic, look at Rangers, look how many Scottish players run those tides. Not many. And they would have every young lad grown up in Glasgow would be would be Celtic or Rangers. And they, and, they, and, they, and, they, and, they, and yeah, there'd be Celtic or Rangers. And if you're a Rangers young lad grown up and Celtic come for you, you'd probably sign for them and vice versa. If you're a Celtic lad grown up and Rangers come for you and Celtic don't, you'd probably sign for Rangers. So, but, but what I'm saying is, like, they have they have the the pick of everyone there. But look how many comes through. Like, as I said, look at the mm. current Celtic team. You've got you've got McGregor. You've got McGregor who starts uh, Taylor. That's that's all you can think of. You know what I mean? I know there's, I know people might say there's Ralston and there's Welch and there's James Forrest. Who James Forrest would be another one. He's probably just coming to the end of his career. But you you know you're looking at maybe, maybe possibly two starters at Celtic and. Across the other side, I can't. Right. I can't think. Of, I can't think of any any Scottish guys on their side. Honestly, I genuinely can't. Like, no, do you know? But, but we seem to like. I mean, Celtic. I mean, we do. We don't produce much players that kind of make it into your first team, but we do produce a lot of players that go in and have good careers with other teams. 
Oh, you do. The most like if you, go to, if you go to if you go to other sides, they'd have both teams could hear. He's a, he oh he was in a he was a, a youth at Rangers. or he was a youth at Celtic uh, or whatever. He's a, you'd you'd have a ton. I I I I respect that. I I'm not I'm not disparaging any of those players like that at all. I'm just meaning like you'd assume that you'd be able to get more. Like put it like this: there's a lot less chance of them happening now than it would have been say fifteen or twenty years ago. But what's that, don't he? Is that done to the coaching? Or is it done to... I, I think it's a level of... There's a, there's a level of ignorance as well, Mark. There's a level of snobbery as well. Do you know what I mean? It's a le- level of snobbery. Like, if you have an 18-year-old Scottish lad or a 20-year-old Scottish lad and a 20-year-old, 20-year-old Portuguese, so for argument's sake, which guy... Which which would most people think if you were going for? Who should you go for? A 20-year-old Portuguese. Aye, aye. It's a fancy name and stuff like that. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean... You know, and that's what ex- it is. It needs to be an exceptional talent to get a chance on the Celtic team. Oh, without a doubt, without without a, without a, without a doubt. Like and like, I watch. You look at young Plata. You look at that young lad Summers. Even the the lad who played the right back. Is it is it Mac Macpherson? Is that the right pronunciation? Right, right pronunciation. Aye, you know, they, you know. But certainly Summers and Vata look like seriously tidy players. Very very good players. To be fair. But are they going to get a chance? Who knows? Like because, like you said before, Mark, would would Celtic rather have start with Vata on the wing or bring in a Portuguese winger or bring in a uh, a Croatian winger or bring in something? Then no, like you would never. What would the fancy in terms of Celtic Celtic yacht and says uh, we're no but we're no replacing them. We're just going to promote Vata up to first team. It'd be holy war. Aye. It'd be holy war, you know. But but at the same time, we got we got Jota to an extent from Benfica. I don't know was he playing regularly with Benfica. I don't think he no, was. Correct me. No, but he was a young lad with Benfica. But it's that whole oversigning the young lad from Benfica. Do you know what I mean? It's that whole. It's that whole idea that oh he's from Benfica or he's from. You know, if we they got a if we got a, a fella from the B team in Real Madrid or the B team in Barcelona. Or you were getting a fella who's for, played played for the last three or four seasons with Aberdeen and was a stand up with Aberdeen. Who who would people think you should go for? I think the majority of people said you should. Oh, that fella from surely go for the lad from Barcelona. He's no. played a couple of he's played a couple of games, but he's in their B team. You can't be buying a fella from Aberdeen. Sure, he's rubbish. No, I'm not disrespecting any Aberdeen player, but no, I'm putting just I, as an example. Such a snobbery, isn't it? It is. It's it's there's Mark. There's as much as snobbery in Scotland about some of the Scottish players as there is a snobbery down in England about players in Celtic or Rangers or because they'd be the main two clubs, so to speak. Aye. Aye, that's, you know, a, good, I, aye that's a good uh, analogy. And you know, and and that and that's what it that's what it is. Unless you're a phenomenal talent to come through like to come through either 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 sides, either side, either Celtic or Rangers as a young guy, you have to be an absolute standout. A standout. And you, you know it's 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 so so hard for any young guy to break through. They have to be, but that's why that's why I would say, without trying to go over the same point, I would be playing the likes of one or two of them in the league cup and let them play the whole league cup, and then you'll get a better you'll get a better judge for giving them proper games and seeing how, what they can or can't do. But even terms of there are games in the league that these young guys should be getting chances in. I don't mean fill fill the team with young players, but when we're playing kind of the lower level teams, put something. We're talking about there. We're putting, like, we'll put big, big boss and Lowland beside Carter Vickers today because 
he'll learn for him. We're playing, I don't know, Inverness, Cali, Ross County, some, do you know what I mean? Something like that. We're playing Kilmarnock at home. Could Carter Vickers and Boston Lil no do a job against Kilmarnock at Celtic Park? Well, uh, Mark, if they, if they can't, or whichever lad it was, Vatter or Summers or whatever uh, it was, uh, if, 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 they, if they can't and they're playing those, then they're getting a couple of games a season like that and they can't do it, then then you could then you can go okay look not sure if this lad is up to the level because you're in a team you're in a team that's getting maybe eighty percent plus ball at aye, home aye. you know if if you said if if you've got two guys in there if it's a Bosman Law and with Vickers and you've got Young Vat on the wing or Young Summers is playing they're they're like they they should be. They should be comfortable in it. They should be standing. They're not standing out, but they. You should see that they belong. Is the right, best way of putting right. it. You know, whereas if, whereas if you see them and they've played a lot of league cup games and they're playing a couple of league games and they're still struggling and you're thinking, oh, he's not. He's really not finding his feet here. You know, you'd be you'd be kind of question. You'd be kind of questioning it, going like, oh, did, I don't know. I don't think this guy's up to the level. I just don't think he's up to the level. Like, there's no, there's no, there's no difference. In my opinion, in giving those young guys a game, then there is giving Burnaby a game, Kobe Ashi a game, any of these other guys a game. But sometimes it's looked at, oh, he's oh, he's only he's a, he's playing in the the B team with Celtic. Can't really give him a game. You can, you can give him a game. You've flown a guy half around the world that no one has known, and you you're happy for him to play first team football. Just Without even because he's a fancy because he's a fancy he's a foreign name he's a fancy name he's after coming from Argentina he's after coming from Japan he's after that that that, that doesn't mean anything you know he could be a fella from five miles up the road from Celtic and he could be a diehard Rangers fan his whole life and he he, he might have got the opportunity with them and Celtic might give him the opportunity and he could be sensational there's there's plenty of proof of that down the line do you know what I mean of ye- years of just been Plenty of Celtic players of that might have been of a Rangers persuasion that have gone on to be uh, fantastic players for Celtic, you know. But to, so, as well, the, the Celtic support they need to see when these young guys they come into the team. They've got to remember that these they're young players just they're going to make mistakes. Do you know what I mean? I mean smart, like, yeah. Even the I mean even the new I mean I know the Carfield takes absolute dogs abuse and that, but it's like right, what if we played Big Boss and Low yesterday and he'd made that mistake Starfield had. Right away, that would have been him. Never good enough for selling. Let him go, sell him, give him a free transfer, whatever, chase him down London Road, whatever. Do you know what? Yeah. Starfield at his level shouldn't be making a mistake like that. See a young player like Boston Lawler that making that. You can, you can, you can for, for for me, I can forgive that as long as I'm not doing it every week. Yeah, I'm just going mean? to say the same. I'm just going to say the same thing. Aye. I don't have a, I don't have a problem with any player making a mistake once they've learned from the mistake. Aye. I mean, every player, every player gets a wee kind of brain fart, and young players are going to get them a lot more and make make stupid mistakes and stupid passes and stuff like that. But you've got to kind of forgive them. But Celtic fans are they're one of the most unforgiving kind of support when it comes to stuff like that. But see, where the difference also comes from, Mark. Again, and please, anyone can correct me if they think I'm wrong, and I don't have a problem with it. But where I see the differences, Mark, as well is a lot of the a lot of the younger generation, in particular. And especially in the last 10, 12 years, Celtic fans have been spoiled. And we've thankfully been spoiled with success in, in, in Scotland. Whereas if that was in the, the the 90s and that, 
you, you know you you'd be ha you'd be happier because people people expect Celtic to win everything now whereas back then whereas back then it we it, you know if Celtic lost yes it was still a, it was still a, a real real disappointment and it was annoying and the whole lot but if you saw something trying to be developed you you maybe were a bit more patient with it i don't think it's a, the patience is there as much oh. today i mean i mean there'll be Celtic fans out there'll be raging if you don't win a treble next year Oh yeah, and that 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 to That's, me makes no aye, sense. Aye, what you're talking about just the, the kind of success has spoiled them, kind of thing. I know what you're getting at. Aye, I mean, you know, you know, they had one, they had one treble up to when Martin O'Neill came into the club. Like, I know. You know, they they we've had, they've had a very Celtic era. Look, they've had a they've had a real, real kind of golden period, so to speak, in the, in the club with with massive success. In Scotland, yes, not necessarily not necessarily out of Scotland, but in Scotland. But then you have to remember, there's a lot of young people that are probably following Celtic that have never seen them, or rarely seen them probably lose a league once. Aye. You, you know, we're like older generations will understand that in a sense, you know, you have to you have to give people a chance. Like you you like I mean, look at Kieran Tierney, look at Callum McGregor. These guys wouldn't have, these guys weren't getting a chance before, like and they they were brought into the team and given a chance and proved themselves to be very good players. And look at Callum McGregor now, he's a he's a Celtic he's a Celtic icon. You know, Tierney would have been the same if he had stayed. I think in some people's eyes he probably still is. But these are young guys that were given a chance and you you know you can't you can't expect a guy to come in in ninety minutes and everyone just go, Oh my god, this guy's sensational. Uh, that I... that rarely happens. You know, it rarely happens because young guys coming in it's probably if he's if he's from Scotland and certainly if he's from Glasgow, it's his dream. You know, it's the one thing he's always wanted to do to play first team football for Celtic. His nerves are going to be through the roof. He's going to and some and obviously sometimes and he's trying so hard to make an impression. Aye, you, you know, so, a lot of young players try. That seems to be a kind of trap, doesn't it? Yeah, they're just trying too hard because it, because they go into the notion as well, Mark, like we do, that they're going. Oh, if I have a bad game here, I'm gone. No, I won't get another game again. Which is a terrible way for a young player to go into a game thinking that if I have a bad game here, I'm gone. Then I'm not going to get another game. Um, my reputation's in the gutter with the support. And then my mum's seen stuff on Twitter and my girlfriend's seen stuff on Twitter. I'm, I'm, I'm shite and Celtic should be getting rid of me and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, whereas like, if you, whereas, like, Frank was thinking, it's nearly like you've, it's nearly like you've built, you, you have to build up. What's the right word I can think of? But you have to build up kind of a nearly I don't know points in a sense like like if Carter Vickers makes a mistake, there's not going to be that much criticism towards Carter Vickers. No, Starfelt makes the same mistake and he's getting crucified. Yeah, Starfelt makes the same mistake. He's getting hammered. You know what I mean? Well, a young a young lad coming in, a young lad coming in playing said so young summer starts a game and he's playing said the forward or forward and he misses two or two or three great chances. Oh, he's no he hammered, hammered. Kyogre does the same. No problem. Aye. Aye. That's, that is exactly it. That's spot on terms. That really is. And you know, so it's, 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 it's very, very hard. Like It's not really a Celtic thing. Really. No, it's a football thing. Aye. It's a sporting, to be honest, Mark. It's in sport in general. Like it's in, it's, it's, It doesn't matter what sport it is. It, a young guy coming on has to be nearly twice as good as the guy who's been there already before him to, 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 to kind of half-stake a claim. 
and he can't make any mistakes because if he's mistake, if he makes mis- if he makes a mistake, he's lacerated. Whereas the player in his position, as I said, he's if they've built up their credentials and the whole lot, they can make the same. They they have to do the, they can make this that mistake ten times before there's a criticism of him. Aye, uh, in certain individuals, you know what I mean. You know, I mean, like, I, I love Callum McGregor. We all do, and we said it here loads of times. But if a young guy was in Callum McGregor's position in the, the games when McGregor was in the, in the holding role in the Champions League and made the same mistakes, they'd be crying for him to be fired uh, out of the team. Uh, a million percent. A million percent. You know, and the same if the same if a young keeper was in goals the other day and made that mistake that Joe Hart made. He's no good. He shouldn't be there. He's no good. He, no, he's, he's, he's rubbish. He's rubbish. But Joe Hart and them, they have the reputation. They've built it up over time. That they can have that, and they go, oh yeah, but he he normally makes a great he doesn't he doesn't normally do that, but he make a great great mistake or a McGregor. It's he's he's playing out of position. Right. It's not his fault, so to speak. You I know, seen, I, I seen somebody saying they were talking about that, like the mistake with Joe Hart and they what about the three other saves you done in the game. But this but, is this is my this that, is my point. That, you know, but, see that that was that was worse than a schoolboy error that with Joe Hart yesterday. Obviously, it was terrible. It was shocking. Like, there's no, there is no explanation whatsoever for what he done. And he's what I'm saying about the saves he made, but they, but with Fabs again, with Fabs a Champions League game, right? And that was uh, against a, a team that we were supposedly expected to beat, right? I don't who I'd, say Copenhagen or someone like that right, for argument. Right, I say it was Copenhagen, right? And that was their one chance of the game, and Hart done that. And the next thing we're one nothing done. That that could be the difference between do you know what I mean? That could be the difference between three points to the Champions League or qualifying for the for like the next phase of the Champions League are going down to the Europa League. We, 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 like yeah, and you're hundred percent mark, hundred percent right, Mark. But as I said, if you flip the coin, if for argument's sake, and I'm only using him because he's young lad, if that young there was a load of injuries and players, blah blah, blah and young to- that was young Toby lad. No, but I'm just saying if it was him or or, or Hazard or someone like that had gone in goals for that time and done the same mistake, they'd be lacerated. Absolutely. And even if they made the, even if they made the, the, the saves after it as a result, it would still only go back to that one mistake. With, with that time to Ibrox. Oh, yeah. And that, yeah, you with know. that time to Ibrox and we ended up losing one nothing at Ibrox. So as it's all right saying, oh, he done this after and he done that. And, but I, that's, and I mean, it is all hypothetical stuff. And again, it's just a pre-season friendly. But that yesterday was absolutely shocking that a goalkeeper at Joe Hart's level, a, a, a kid wouldn't a kid wouldn't make that mistake. No, it was, it was, it was, and it was like, you're talking two minutes into the game or something like that, you know, where it's a base. And, and like, and in fairness, I'm sure people... I haven't seen anything, but I wouldn't be surprised if people were blaming Starfield for it. Because if Starfield, in fairness, shielded the defender. You know, he let the ball roll into Hart and it was, listen, it's a bread and butter thing that you just pick it up and I don't know what he did, but he, he just did everything but hold on to the ball. But yeah, you, you, I, I don't know. I just I just think it's just so, so hard for any of these young lads to, to, to break into that side. It's, they, they just, they, they can't make a mistake, they can't put a foot wrong or they're going to be they're going to be lacerated and they're going to be it's a, basically a case of, no, he's not good enough, no, he should be gone, he should be gone, he should be gone. 
And we've spoke about it a hundred times on here. But look at the guys like Morrison, away to Bayern Munich. I know he's a is he away to England and loan or something like that. Maybe this. Yeah, but I mean, it's still it's still good enough to be in Bayern Munich's books. Get a good a good education, and he whether he plays for Bayern Munich's first team, we'll never know, right? Chances are he, he probably won't he, unless it is absolutely exceptional, but. He'll come away from Bayern Munich a bit, hell a better player than he would have if he was just talking about with Celtic kicking his heels doing this rolling league and garbage like that there. Oh, yes, Mark, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. That's why I, I, without going back over the same point again, that's why I think it's imperative that Celtic play some of these young guys. That if, if Redden Rogers thinks that young Summers, young Vata, uh, that young McPherson, if that's the right pronunciation again, the, the right back, if or if they think that he's that these are the guys that the two or three guys that they think yeah these are kind of my standout guys these are the guys that I think they have a, a real chance then they have to play them they have to play them in some game and I don't mean coming on for the five minutes I do mean start them in not all of them together but start them in a league cup or start them in, as you said in a league game at home to the Celtic at home to Dundee or Marnock or someone like that I... give them the game give them the game so just go to the young lad and say right. Look, I'm going to play you in the League Cup. I'm going to play you in the League Cup. I'm going to play you in the Scottish Cup. And you're all going to play, you're all going to start five league games each at home. And that, that, that to me, you'll, you'll be able to get a good gauge on, on, on the player. Because if they're, start, if they, like, realistically, Celtic should get to the, generally speaking, they get to the semi final in the, in the cup, in either of the cups, generally speaking. And if you can say to them, you're going to have at least five or six games. With Celtic, and I'd be going, yeah, you play three games away, three games at home, something like that, or or whatever, four games at home and two games away, and just and you can you can play them away at a Motherwell game, you can play them away at a Aye. Aberdeen game. I'm not saying I'm not saying Hearts or 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 Ibrox or something like that, but you 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 know you can you'll see what you'll see how what they're like and let them cut their teeth and see how good these guys are. You're not going to learn anything about these guys in the Lowland League, like. If guys like Boss and Lil and stuff like that, I mean, let's face it, if they can't hold the rain against your likes of Motherwell or St. Johnson or St. Martin or something like that at Celtic Park... They're not good enough. No. Our players at that age, that, like, like your kind of 18, 19 and 20 year olds, they should be capable of stepping up and playing against the kind of lower lower league teams in Scotland. Don't, don't, in my opinion, Mark, when they step up... Johnson stuff, yeah. They can't step up and play against them. They shouldn't be there. They're no, they're no making Not good enough, no. And see, as well too, for me, Mark, they should be able to step up and not look out of place. That would be my key thing. They shouldn't be able, They shouldn't look out of place. If if Young Summers is, right, you're starting next week and it's at home to Motherwell, he shouldn't look out of place in that team. But Bosman well, Law no, shouldn't look out of place no. in the team. Young Vatis shouldn't look out of place in the team. But to, but to the same extent, terms, big bossing or that, they could make they could make a mistake like uh, Starfield done yesterday. But you could oh, forgive could. that. You, you know, I mean, I would forgive that. Oh, you have to, you have to, Mark. What we're talking about is a young guy who's learning, having a brain fart, just even a panic as the ball came to him and he's oh, what am I going to do here? You can forgive that yeah. with a young player like that. Of course you can, but you have once they learn from it, Mark. Every listen, there isn't anyone that hasn't made a mistake, but the key is if you, you learn from the mistake. If Bosman Law finds himself or young Summers or young Vada finds himself in the same position again, 
that they don't they don't repeat the mistake. Aye. If they learn from the mistake, you go, yeah, he's made a mistake, but he's learned from it. There isn't one player on the pitch that hasn't made a mistake. Like Kyogre misses open goals, Callum McGregor misses tackles, Starfield misses tackles, misses headers, Joe Hart lets in sitters. There, there's a every player on the pitch has made mistakes. But they've they've a reputation that they can get away with a mistake, whereas the young lads can't. But I'm fully I fully agree with you, Mark. If a Bosman Law is playing centre back and the ball's coming in and he thinks someone's covering behind him and they're not and he makes an error and there's a, a goal or a save or whatever. Yeah. But does he learn from it? Does he learn from it? If the same thing happens twenty minutes later, does he then cut that ball out? Does he then make the tackle? Does he then make the clearance? That's what I'd be looking at to go, yeah, he does. Right. He's learn he's learning from it. He's learning from it. You know? Uh, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it must, it must be kind of, re- it must be really, really tough for managers like at Celtic, even Rangers and all, without even getting down and looking at the public and stuff like that to try and like bleed young players. Oh, yeah, it, must, mean, it must be. I mean, and it's like they're, it's, I mean, Celtic fans all would demand success terms, but I mean, for for years when I was younger, I'd, I'd, we were just delighted to win the league. But now, as we're demanding trebles, we're demanding we win every trophy, we're getting runs in Europe. And if you're getting, I, I don't know, is that kind of pressure hindering the Celtic manager? And massively hindering it, Mark. Massively. You know what I mean? Like, I, mean we talk, I talk about like Aki's and stuff. I don't pay as much attention to him now as I used to, but. Like clubs like Aki's, Motherwell, Hibs, they, they can bring in young players and bleed them through and stuff like that. Whereas Celtic, and to a certain extent, Rangers, the canny, it's just a, it's got to work there and then. It's got to be the new, the new forward planning. But but what but that that for me, Mark, comes down to the manager. The manager needs to go if the manager comes out and he's fragging mistake and he's talking and there's a the discussion at a at a you know, they do the, the the new press conferences or whatever and they're talking and there's a League Cup and he's coming up to say, yeah, the League Cup and you know, if someone mentions anything about the young lads, well, yeah, yeah. Well, young young Summers is going to start all the League League Cup games for us as long as we're in it. We want to, we, we, we really like this guy. We're really impressed with this guy. We need people, you know, he needs time. He's real quality. He's not the finished product, but he's getting there. But he's going to get, he's going to start every League Cup game that we have and we're going to be playing him in a few League games. That 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 for me is a manager backing the players straight away, and I think I know fans. Some fans will still go, "Oh, well, I don't know about him." Blah blah blah. But in their head, if Celtic are playing a League Cup game and Young Summer starts and they're away, they're home to Falkirk, and he's a good game and he scores two goals, you will always have someone go, "I was only Falkirk." But how does that that build so much confidence in that young man? Aye, it's aye. not funny. And then he knows he knows himself. The next draw, okay, we're drawn away against Aberdeen. Oh my God, I'm playing the next game against Aberdeen away in the quarterfinal for argument's sake. He's buzzing for this. Rather than him not, rather than him going, well, I'm coming on for five minutes against Falkirk and we're Celtic are five nil up since the since the first half. Like I'm coming on with five minutes to go or something like that. You know, I think if the manager openly came out and said something like that, I don't know whether that's Rogers, Rogers. If Rogers does that, person philosophy, but but it, yeah. I, but see, but that again, tells I mean, that's a we're a couple of that I did sitting here talking on the internet about this stuff. You wonder why managers they think that young players are. Go, what, I mean, what you got to produce? Oh, right, that's eighty-seven minutes. Right, they're vata. Go and get stripped off for putting you on. 
What does the manager, what do, what do the fans expect? But, but what does the manager actually expect these young guys to do when, when he's doing that? You know, Big Boss and Lil yesterday? Right, exactly. What do you imagine throw young lads from the stand on for the last three minutes ago? Look, have a run around there. Aye, aye. So, you know, I'm not been, I'm not, I'm not been facetious or smart about it, but no, but that's a fair enough point. What are you going to do for three minutes of a game, for four or five minutes at the end of a game? But, but for me, if, I, it's even if the day pop up with a goal, it's, it's, it's meaningless. Where's Jack Where's Jack Aitchison? Mind if he came on the last game of season against Motherwell? Yeah, and scored. Yeah, with his first touch, nearly. So, and where's he now? Oh yeah, yeah, I, I, I fully agree with you, Mark. But that's why I'm saying is, I'd like a manager to come out and go, and nearly openly say, yeah, look, in the League Cup game, certainly there's one or two of the young because young lads are going to get a game. Because if you don't think young Summers is going to make it, and if you don't think young Vat is going to make it, and if you don't think that right back McPherson lad is going to make it, then cut them, cut them loose, let them go. Let them go. Let them go to. Let them go to another club where they're, where they're going to get a first team football. Do you know they? They. Oh no! I think. Uh, looking at the, I think they would get first team football or their teams terms. That's the thing about it, isn't it? And yeah, they would. The kind of golfing class. I mean, see, like big boss and low or Rudy Vatter, Rudy Vatter, Rocco Vatter, They would yeah. probably walk into the St Johnson team or the Motherwell team or something like that. Do you know what I mean? I, I'll be honest I'll be honest Mark and people mightn't agree with me I would think Bar, Bar Celtic and Rangers they'd probably they'd, 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 they'd be involved in any other any other sides they may not always start but they'd certainly be involved in all the other sides and I include Hearts who are a semi-decent side Aberdeen and stuff I probably would be involved to a lot more than they would be at Celtic you know oh yeah they'd start they'd, they'd start a load of games I mean Spoke, we just spoke about it. I know Rogers, he's not really been the kind of manager to give much youth a chance. Is, is that going to change? Is that is it? Has he been told by Celtic that part of the model is terms? Look, we're signing all these young players. You maybe don't want them, Brendan, but these are for Celtic. If you're not going to be here in three years or four years, these are we're, this is Celtic signings. Well, you they know, have to be, Mark. They have to be. They have to. Exactly. He has to. That has to be the case because, like, you like. Would you would you be confident if next week there was a match and there was a bit of an issue on the wings and young Vatter or young or young Summer started? Would you be confident in them playing? Well, I would. From watch from the way I've watched these young guys, there is it's not like they've been involved in the first team setup for the last three months. They've been involved in this first team for probably the last maybe year and a half, if not longer. Do you know what I mean? So I I, I would be. I would be confident looking at those two in particular because I think Young Summers looks a fine player, as does Young Vetta. But they, they have to be they have to be given the chance. They have to be given the chance to, to to because for me for me I would turn around and go, Well right, no one was going to give Callum McGregor a chance. Look at Callum McGregor. I'm not saying they're going to be a Callum McGregor before anyone says anything, but look at Callum McGregor. Look at Kieran Tierney. None of those two guys would have had a game if Ronnie Daly didn't didn't go. Look, I think you're good enough to play for Celtic. Right, but the thing again, tell us how do you know they'll no be if you don't give them that chance? Exactly. You'll never know, Mark. You have to give them the chance, and that's why I'm saying is if they were able to play them in a league in the League Cup or a Scottish Cup or whatever way they wanted to break it up, and say to them, look, like there's 38 league games. Do you know what I mean? They they're surely comfortably able to play 
at six starts start six league games. If they're having a if they're having a howler, you can you have subs, you can take them off like. Aye. You know what I mean? There isn't a player on there isn't a player that has played for Celtic on that pitch uh, involved in his first team squad that hasn't had a howler. So they won't be alone like. You know, from goalkeeper from goalkeeper centre forward they've all had shockers like. Because it has become to a kind of extent it's, it's like well what, what returns are we getting off of this? If we're not producing players that are going to move into the first team and any kind of half decent players we're getting seem to be getting poached with other teams in across Europe. I mean we're talking again Morrison going to Bayern Munich and stuff like that. He's no Bayern Munich's no signing anybody at any level that they think oh, just take a risk on him. They know there's a player in there or they can get the player out of and they'll either, either give the player in their team or they'll make money out of Yeah. And Celtic just, I don't know, it's just, is it, is it is the academy coming a waste of time? Well, a, a, it, waste, it, a, a waste of money? It has to become a waste of money, Mark, if you're not going to, if you're not willing to take take the chance. Like every Celtic player that's on that pitch, someone start. They have to play a first game somewhere in their career. Everyone has to be given a chance at some stage, and everyone is going to make mistakes. And as I said, they have to be given a reasonable amount. If those Celtic players, the young guys that I spoke about, were told, "You're going to start six league games this season, young Valley, you're going to play every Scottish Cup, young Summers, you're going to play every League Cup." You're gonna, you're gonna get, you're gonna get a situation where you're gonna be able to see a guy starting a game, seeing what he's like, seeing what his makeup is, seeing what his temperament is like, and watching him grow, Mark, and watching him grow. And if you give a guy, a young guy like that, and he starts for Fraggles like the bones of twelve games, thirteen games in the season between league and cup, you're gonna get a very, very good idea of whether he's a yay or a nay. They're Yota, right? Who was it? He was with Benfica. Benfica yeah, Benfica, right? Celtic brought him in, gave him a platform. Look where he is now. Do you not think there's other? I'm, I'm not saying that specifically like they're sitting there, obviously, but would teams not be sitting there looking at Yota and saying, even even down to Benfica, I just think if we gave him two years in our first team and we were selling him to that Saudi team, we'd have got a hell of a million on 25 million. Well, yeah, but Edward, Edward is another one. So Edward is in PS, PSG, PSG Academy. You know? So, like, I, I mean, like, do you do you think young young Summers looks like a good player and young Vare looks like a good player? Oh, definitely. So that this is my this is my point. You they deserve they deserve the same chance that it, look a bad as a prime example. A bad wasn't supposed to start the first team at all. He was supposed to be coming in as a as a kind of a, an academy style, you know, lead him in. Yeah, a backup. And look at him. He he stormed. He stormed the league the first season. Everyone was like, "Oh my god, this guy's only 19. You know, they, they, there's sometimes a narrative that oh, he's only eighteen or he's only this or something like that. Listen, if you're if you're good enough, you're old enough. I actually, be honest, Steve. First season, I actually, I actually thought bad I was better than Yota. Oh, he was he was miles better. He was he was he was oh, he was unbelievable. He's like a, he's like a third striker because he always came in from the that the right wing, post, aye, the back post, and scored post. numerous numerous goals. You know what I mean? But that, that's why I'm saying I would love to see those two lads in particular that appear to me that have been there 
just give them give them proper proper game time uh, and give them give them a chance. Give them a chance to see. And if it works out, you never know. Celtic might have a, a one or two gems in their hand that all of a sudden in two or three years' time is worth the twenty million. You know what I mean? But you gotta give it a chance. And if it doesn't work out, I mean, there's Stephen Welsh. I mean, I used to wind Mike up about are you a future Celtic captain, Stevie Welsh and stuff like that, right? But, I mean, if their teams are naturally willing to pay £3 million for the likes of Stephen Welsh, see yes, what you're saying. You throw these players into the mix and see if they don't, the candidate for Celtic, but we'll at least be able to sell them on. Yeah, oh yeah, I mean, exactly. See, see Celtic decided to sell, I don't know, just for saying... Talking sake, if Celtic decided to sell Rocco Vata, right, what would they get the new half a million quid? Maybe, yeah. See if he's played uh, played 15, 20 games and he's just, oh, he's not quite cutting it for Celtic. He might cut it, but he's not going to get his chance at Celtic. Somebody will give you two million quid for him. Oh, yeah, exactly. But this, this is this is this is this is what I'm saying, Mark. You know what I mean? They have to. I mean, they have to be given. They have to be given the chance. They have to be given the chance to 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 prove, to prove their worth and to prove, am I am I good enough? Am I good enough to make it at Celtic or am I not? Is is it is it is it a level too far for me? From what I've seen, the the two boys certainly look like they they comfortably do, comfortably do. You know, and I, I really do hope that they they are given they are given a, the chance that they deserve because I I I think it's been a long time since Celtic have had a guy guys coming through from the first team that look like or from the sorry the underage sides that look like they can they can seriously become a uh, part of the squad a, as well. I claim, yeah. claim stake a claim kind of thing, be be good enough to actually stake a claim regularly for a first team start. Yeah, yeah, it's been a long time since that's been a case, but these two boys. Genu- genuinely look like they have it, in my opinion. And that, but that's what Celtic should be doing, Terence. We've spoken about that on every podcast. We probably talk about it. And people going about we should be kind of following the Ajax model or stuff and things like that. I mean, pe- I, people are only watching like Ajax and their Champions League games and that, but Ajax are still bleeding players and players that their young players still come in and make mistakes. And st- I mean, all the highlight reels on YouTube, any player in the world, do you know what I mean? Disney. I've said this before, it's like right, Jimmy Johnson. Right, I never seen Jimmy Johnson playing live, but you can't tell me that Jimmy Johnson beat his man every single time he had the ball. Oh yeah. I, yeah, you know I, know, I know. yeah. George Best, you can't tell me George Best just ran a mock constantly for 90 minutes every second. Do you know what I mean? You're watching videos of people now. There's probably times that Jimmy Johnson tried to beat a man and fell on his backside. Yeah, oh, yeah part, I know. Uh, do you know what I mean? It's part and parcel of just playing the game. You always, as you said earlier, players always make make mistakes. Yeah, and and, and that's it. But as I, as I said, young guys have less. They have they have less in the bank that that allows them if they do make a mistake that they've got uh, got cover. You know what I mean? But like, yes, look, time time will tell. I just hope Rogers Rogers does give those young guys a go. Aye, uh, I would like again. He came in and said that he spoke to Nicholson and Mark Wilner. He's well happy with the kind of the way the football department's getting ran. So I'm quite happy about that for a change. Do you know what I mean? And I'd like to think that Celtic have said to Rogers, right, we'll buy you players. We'll hopefully the big players that we're all hoping looking for to take us up that step. But Brendan, we need to we're moving forward. We need to bring 
youth players and these young players into the squad and progress their career for our, our benefit, the club's benefit, so we can sell them for millions and that in years to come and not just for, but you, the, but you can't. And, for the here and now. Yeah, well, you can't, you, but you can't also, Mark, you, in, from the manager side of it, you can't also preach that you're you're into you and into developing you and into all this and not give a guy a chance. You know, you know, you can't say, "Oh, yeah, look, I, I'm one of my big things now is I, I love, I like to develop the youth and you know get players through the team and all this." You, you have, you have to give them a chance if you're going to be of, if you're going to be, if you, if that's going to be a ceremony that you're going to be given, you, you, you gotta, you gotta prove, you gotta follow your words and say, like, yeah, okay. Well, I said it as well, didn't he? Much really, did he? No, no, he did, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't do well, a huge amount to be fair. And who knows? I mean, don't get us wrong. Maybe in three or four years now, terms we'll see the kind of benefits of stuff Angie's done. Do you know what I mean? Behind the scenes, he's maybe done tweaks to the coaching that's going to help that and you'll see the progression of that in a few years' time. But we can't sit here and every... I mean, every Celtic fan gets on about it with model Barcelona and Ajax and stuff like that. And we can't say that when we're expecting it to buy 20 million, 15, 12 million pound players for every position. If you're producing good quality young players... Then your money can be spent oh, yeah. to tweak that. Still yeah. there? You there? Aye, aye. I thought that, that went. Away. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Well, that's that's nine o'clock. Yeah. Wind that up then. We will. We will. We will indeed. You get anything else to finish up with? No, I'm just glad Johnny Evans didn't sign. That's what it is, really. Oh, that was that was never going to happen, was it? No, it wasn't. No, no, never. No chance. But I do hope, I, mean, I would like, in the last point, I would like to see Celtic if they centre-back is done deal, like Paul was saying. I'd, I'd, I'd still love them to see them to move for the that young lad, is, is that, that Xavier, the Dutch fella. I would love to see them move for him as well. Uh, Xavier Bayamba? Yeah, yeah, I was going to leave that up to you. No, I would I would go to deny to pronounce that I. <laughs> because pers personally, I would like to see them if they could bring him in, and then that for Van me, Dijk, Kobe, Van Dyke looking, isn't he? He is, yeah, but Kobayashi and the likes of Kobayashi and Welsh, and then for me, would be would be surplus to requirements in my opinion. But that's that's our, that's just that's like. Hey, well, that's that's him. That's Brendan and Ange both know what they're doing now. Tottenham and Celtic, respectively, for terms. Then, <laughs> yeah, John hey, does thanks thank very much for coming on, Ter. Bobby as well, Nella, everybody joined the live chat. I hope you enjoyed it. The new guys, Red Scotland, the, the another new guy, I forgot his name. Is it Phil something? I, I can't even sorry, mate. Hope you enjoyed it today. Everybody that listens back, we really appreciate it. Uh, hit the like button, leave a comment. Uh, if you know how, leave a comment and please sub subscribe if you haven't. Hail, hail, good night, lads, and God bless. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel.